I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz and Mocha. It's the Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Oh. 20000 $20, Bears, Battlestar Galactica. Lots to celebrate today, boy! Yeah, so it is the 15th anniversary of the debut of The Office yeah. on NBC. One of the greatest shows of all time. And to celebrate, why not go back to the Johnny Depp School of Acting? Of course. Which, as we know, Johnny Depp, the story was that uh, he and Robert Downey Jr., both tons of actors, uh, far too famous, eccentric, busy, whatever, to learn their lines. So they wear an earpiece in their ear, and then somebody offset just feeds them their lines while they're on set, and then they just do the scene that way. And as we've discovered, very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I have Maury's script. Maury, you have no script. Nothing. Okay. Uh, Mocha, you will play the part of uh, Jim. So we're going to do The Office. This is season five, episode 14, Stress Relief. This is when Stanley uh, suffered a heart attack. And so oh, Michael yeah. decided to lighten the mood by doing a roast. Oh, okay. So this is Michael roasting everybody in the uh, in the office. Nice. This is going to be huge. That's this, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So more, you have no script. Uh, Mocha, you will again be uh, Jim. Maury, you are going to be playing the part of Michael. Oh, cool. Okay, here we go. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, The Office, Anniversary, Season 5, Episode 14, Stress Relief. Uh, Maury and Mocha and action. What? Well, I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget. Jim, you're 6 foot 11. You weigh 100 pounds. You have a better body than a you, you kiss us. Boom. Damn, you fill a high school roasting. Oh, my God. You slid into so many guys. Okay, stop, 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 stop. I don't think the line is you slid into so many guys. Okay. okay. No, that's, that's, that's not, that's not the line. The, the line was, um, Meredith, you've slept with so many guys. You're starting to look like one. Boom. Roasted. Okay. Should we try again? Okay. Let's try again. Okay. okay here we go. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Office Anniversary, Maury Amoka, um, take two, and action. What? Well, I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget them. Jim, you're 6'11 and 90 pounds. Boom! 
Dumb Gumby is a better body than you. Boom, roasted. Twite, you're a coach. Boom, bam. You're in bam. You're in art school. Boom. Man, you slept in so many guys. Boom, roasted. Kevin and Kid. Oh, you're a fat joke and a dumb joke. Boom, roasted. P. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Angela, where's Angelus? Oh, I didn't see you because I hide your kind bit of rice. Oh, Stanley, you just crushed your wife during stack. Oh, and you suck it. Oh, Oscar, you're gay. <laughs> and then Jim says, wow. And Michael continues to say, Andy, corn on the cob. Boom. You're gay and then Oscar the Roach. Boom. All right, all right, everybody. Oh, I dipped it. Oh, I kid, I kid. I freestyle. Oh, in my face. Oh, God bless. God bless America. Get home safe. Oh, you're the best medicine, Stanley. You can throw away your pillow germ. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to hear exactly how that line really played yes, out? Please. How that scene yes, played out yes, from the show? Yes. From the office? Jim, you're 6'11". And you weigh 90 pounds, Gumby has a better body than you. Boom. Roasted. Dwight, you're a kiss ass. Boom. Roasted. Pam, you failed art school. Boom. Roasted. Meredith, you've slept with so many guys, you're starting to look like one. Boom. Roasted. Kevin, I can't decide between a fat joke and a dumb joke. Boom. Roasted. Creed, your teeth called, your breath stinks. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Angela, where's Angela? Well, there you are. I didn't see you behind that grain of rice. Boom. Roasted. Stanley... You crush your wife during sex and your heart sucks. Boom, roasted. Oscar, you. Oscar, <laughs> you're gay. Wow. Andy, Cornell call. They think you suck. And you're gayer than Oscar. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mari, sounds like you nailed it, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, nailed it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me ask you these questions about food because it's all I'm thinking about now. I'm just obsessively always thinking about food. Yeah. How much food do I have? What else do I need? What am I going to have tonight? Are you do eating I, all the food I, in your house? Nah. Like I'm, even leftovers? Oh, I, eat, I told you, no leftover goes un, untouched. I eat everything. I'm Are not you still trying to be anything. healthy? What do you mean? Am I trying or to be healthy? Or just throw it out the window? What? Throw what out the window? Like just eat whatever you want. Like oh, pizza. no, I'm actually, I'm trying my best, man. It's tough. Yeah. But With the, the options that are out there, yeah. we're still, we're still definitely trying to, our absolute best to eat healthy. Catherine and I were lying in bed last <clears throat> night and she breathed in my face yeah. and, uh, and she's like, do I smell like broccoli? And I'm like, hey, it smells nice. She's like, good. Cause it's probably the only vegetables you're going to get today. Whoa. Oh, right. Whoa, yeah. Cause I, I, this is, cause if it's left up to me, I'm not going to eat vegetables, right? Yeah. Is, like, that oh, pa- is that passive aggressive? Is that what that is? No, that's full aggression. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> aggression. It's not, it's not passive aggressive. Yeah, she's, she doesn't go passive. Like in your face. Yeah. Like literally yeah. in your face. Yeah. She's like, ah, there's your vegetables for the day. Wow. She's going to have to mash it, mash it up into your, in your potatoes. <laughs> I like know. What like they do to the president. Is it going to eat vegetables? Yeah. No, it's, t- it. it's, it's tough. <laughs> like I made dinner last night, and I had made uh, I made chicken skewers and a little rice yeah. and like whatever. And uh, I made Roxy and I had the same dinner. Catherine had something different. She had a soup. And then, Roxy uh, apparently and then, uh, <laughs> lots of it. And and Catherine looked at me. She's like, she's like, what are you? What green are you going to eat, Rox? And Roxy's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm in the fridge. I'm like, oh, don't worry. I got it. I got it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was my plan all along. Yeah, trying to find something. <laughs> so Roxy got, so she got chicken skewers, rice, a little bit of potato. And the only thing that I could find in a pinch was on the side of her plate was a giant cucumber. <laughs> I thought you were going to say lime jello. <laughs> no, a giant cucumber. And I was oh, like, all right, no. there you go. Eat up. <laughs> and she ate it, which was yeah. awesome. 
But no, I'm trying my Slow best. Slow down. To, you don't want to get too healthy too fast. <laughs> but I'm trying to not just like I'm not eating a ton of chips. I, I never, I was never really had like I had what I had for lunch yesterday, two cans of tuna. Yeah. yeah. Two. Yeah. Wow. Like Why? the little tiny ones or those big cans? What do you mean? What's a big can of tuna? Like a normal size or a little snack size can? No, no, two normal size cans. That's a lot. Yeah. I like tuna. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Tuna's great. Do you, what do you put in your tuna? How do you do tuna? I got uh, a great way to do tuna. I do tuna with a little bit of salt, pepper, mayo, mm. and maybe if I have some pepper sauce. Oh, yeah. There I'll mix go. that in there I do. and then put it on bread, on toast. No, I ma- mush it up, mayonnaise, mm-hmm. and corn. And corn. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, here's how. <laughs> That's gross. Okay, okay. next. Okay. Next recipe, please. <laughs> so here's how I do. Uh, here's how I do tuna. Is I let's just say one can for the sake of argument here. I take one can of tuna uh-huh. and I put in about half the mayo that you would normally think that you would need to put in, right? Yeah. So I don't. I don't put a ton of mayo in. I put about half the mayo that I would normally put in, which is not a lot. Yeah. And then um, about two tablespoons of olive oil. Okay. Mm. And then about a half a tablespoon or like a big teaspoon of red wine vinegar Uh and then salt and pepper and then mix all that up and then I just keep that in a bowl Mm -hmm. and then I go to the pantry and I grab like uh, Tostitos. Oh, nice. And I sit with a spoon and then I put the tuna on top of of Tostitos and I eat the tuna like it's salsa and the salty Tostitos with the tuna is just the greatest thing in the world. How have you never won a Nobel Prize? A Nobel Prize for tuna? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I'd vote for you. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Oh, Mocha? Yo. Hi. Hi, how are you? Gosh, I can't believe I'm talking to you. Oh, what's your name? My name is Reese. What's up, Reese? It's great. I'm I'm a big fan of your show. I can't believe you're here. Well, we are. Roz is here, too. Hi, Roz. What's going on, man? (laughs) You know what my mom says? Oh, no. What? I look like you. My oh. mom says I look like you. Yeah? Wait, how yeah. old are you? Um, I, am, I am 16 years old. Okay. 16. Yeah. Pause for one second. How long have you been with Catherine again? Oh, shut up. I'm just saying. Shut up. Okay, never. Okay, put her back on the phone. Hey, bro? Yeah? What's your mom's name? Uh, Jesse. Jesse. What's her, like, Jessie. is it, but is it, huh? is it Jesse or is, this, is it Jessica? Jesse. So her name is Jesse. Yes. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Shut up, dude. You ever, you ever been Shut with a Jesse? Shut up. No, I've never been okay. with a... I don't think I've ever been with a Jesse. <laughs> like 16, 17 okay. years ago? Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Yo, Reese, where do you live? Um, I live in Scarborough. Oh, well, Scarborough. Uh, where'd your mom grow up? Uh, she grew up... She, she was born in Windsor, and she grew up there, and then she moved to Scarborough. Oh, okay. When she moved to Scarborough? Uh, I don't know, actually. Oh, okay. Like before you were born? Yeah, I oh, think so. Oh, 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 hold damn. on a sec. <laughs> you think maybe, <laughs> Shut up. you know, Jesse <laughs> from Scarborough like 17 no, years ago or so? No, I didn't. Are you okay. sure? Yes, I'm positive. Okay. Yo, Reese, now when your mom says that Roz, <laughs> that you look like Roz. Yeah. Like what specifically about you looks like Roz? Is it your hair? Is it your eyes, your nose, your mouth? What is it? I don't know. The, my hair and the shape of my face. Oh, wow. Oh, whoa. Said. Really? The yeah. shape of your face? Let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you look like your dad at all or no? Actually, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, but, uh, so you're, okay, 
As, listen, it's, it's really great to talk to you. Do you have a question for us at all? Oh, I have lots of them. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not going to ask me about my medical history, are you? No, 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 okay, no. Cool, no. Cool. I don't even know about that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> You're not going to ask, are you asking me for money? No, you know, is Mocha your real name? Yes. <laughs> it is, really? Yeah. Yes. What's your next question? Uh, how long have you guys been on for anyway? <laughs> oh, just over 10 years. This uh, August will be our 11th year on the radio together. Oh, what are you going to do on your 11th year? I don't know. Still self-quarantine, I yeah, guess. Man. If we're in the same situation, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, hey, hey, hang on a sec, okay, man? Yeah. Yo, you're real nervous. Yeah, over there. I know. I don't want to do this anymore. Are you okay? I, yeah, I'm fine. I just don't want to yeah. talk to him anymore. I, I like him though. I like him. He sounds like a cool kid. Yeah. It's just it didn't. It's not going the way. It, it's just too much. Okay. 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 Hey, Reese. Yeah. Listen, bro. It was great talking to you. We gotta go. Can you just call us back tomorrow? Okay. Sure <laughs> thing. Right, cool. Awesome. Thanks, bud. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Kiss925. Hey, what's up? This is Carter. Hi, Carter. It's so funny. I've been wanting to call in for a long time. Everyone says I look like Roz, too. <laughs> really? All the time. People come up to me. You look like the Roz guy. What is it about you that they say looks like Roz? My facial features. Why are you laughing? My nose, my eyes. Even my mom goes, you look like Roz. Hey, Maury. Maury. More. Who are you talking to? Maury. Well, I don't know why he's not answering you. <laughs> Okay. So okay. on our call display, it clearly reads Maury <laughs> Sherman. Yeah. We can hear the echo coming from the other room that you're in. You're also on the phone, crouched over on the floor. Yeah. So anyway, as I was saying. <laughs> okay. We got to go. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Good morning. It's Ali. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Ali? You legit sound like you just woke up. Yeah, I just woke up a little oh. while ago. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. What's going on? I just on? tuned into your radio station. I just want to give you a shout out to uh, to, to you guys in the station for you know keeping us through the hard times through this COVID nineteen. Oh man, uh, thank you. That's I so just nice. Started, I, I just started listening to your uh, show like a month ago. Oh, really? And I just recently started listening a lot because of COVID-19 because of, like, you know, my work is closed. So before last month, who were you listening to in the morning? Uh, I was just flipping through channels. That's it, oh, <laughs> if okay. I'm being honest with you. Because oh, okay. I barely listen to the radio station. Because uh, we've been, yeah. Roz and I have been on the radio for over 10 years now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you know we have a podcast? No, I'll, I'll definitely check it out now. Yeah, there's like almost 150. We're approaching 150 episodes on the podcast. Uh, what device do you do you have? I have both. I have an Android tablet and oh. I have an iPhone. All right, so you can get the podcast on Google Play for your Android or through the uh, Apple Podcast app for your iPhone, okay? All right, I definitely will. All right, brother. Well, thank you very much for uh, joining the Razamoka family. We appreciate it. We hope you stick around for a hell of a lot longer. Oh, I definitely will. And you guys are funny. <laughs> listening long enough to know that I'm going to ask you in the month that you've been listening oh, between no. Razamoka, who's your favorite? <laughs> uh, Ross. Sorry, man. I got to go with Ross. Really? Huh? I never get the first yeah. impression, Rose. <laughs> usually, usually, Sorry, people, usually the people say me have been listening for years because they just finally come around and like 
<laughs> it takes them that long. Wow. Yo, you got the rose and the Sorry, right. of the fantasy suite. <laughs> That's okay, bro. Sorry, I, I, I got to be loyal to Roz, but I, I can't switch. Right on. I like uh, Although, that. Mocha, your, la- your, la- your laugh is amazing. You, you know what I mean? Your laugh like, throws everybody off, but... But I got to go with Roz, man. I can't switch. Sorry. Thank you, brother. Hey, you Thank know what? You. And since it's only <laughs> been a month that you've been listening, fun fact, in the 10 years that we've been doing the Roz Amoga show, you are the very first person to say that Roz is your favorite. Shut up. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> but I will, I will say this, though. It probably won't last. <laughs> I think you're going to call back in a month. You know what? You know what? Say, Roz, I'll say you want to switch. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Roz, Roz. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sending you wishes. I hope more people say that first. Instead of say mocha, I'm oh. with you. Okay, I'm thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Okay, really awesome, though. Yeah, no, no I won't. I never will. <laughs> <laughs> Much love, bro. Take care. You too, brother. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Taylor. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Damn, Yeezy. Something. Why you had to do Taylor like that back in 09? So that's where it started. Ish. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, the Kanye West Taylor Swift feud started trending again because somebody released the full conversation that Kanye had on the phone with Taylor Swift. And this is where everybody at the time went in on Taylor Swift calling her a snake when she came out and trashed famous. And then Kanye turned around and was like, whoa, I cleared all this with you, everything that I said about you and famous. And Kim released that footage, the phone call. And then everybody, this is where the the snake stuff started. Mm -hmm. Because they were all like, you were on the phone with Kanye. Yeah. He explained what the song was before it got released. And... You didn't say, hey, don't release it. Right. Or that I'm not a-okay with it. So what happened? So the the whole conversation that Kanye had with Taylor was released? Is that the deal? And I'm trying to figure out, number one, who released it. Yeah. Because we can't find a source as to the, like, you can see post on post on post on post, which is why it went viral. Mm -hmm. But you can, I can't track, we can't track where... The original well, came from. It was somebody was. inside. Somebody on the yeah, inside. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but like, yeah. is it somebody attached to Taylor Swift's camp? Is it somebody who well, is no, attached to... Well, no, because the video is of Kanye. Kanye's camp? Yeah. Is it attached to Kim's camp? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, in the Kanye-Kim camp. <sighs> they got some snakes. <laughs> the reason why it, it will be happening is because it has a very controversial line at the beginning of the song about you. What does it say? And the song is so, so dope. So it's it's going to go Eminem a little bit. So can you brace yourself for a second? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> it says, wait a second, you sound sad. Well, is it going to be mean? No, I don't think it's mean. So it says, to all my South Side that know me best, I feel like Taylor Swift might owe me sex. <laughs> That's not me. Okay. Oh my gosh, the build-up you gave it. I thought it was going to be like, that stupid dumb I had this line where I said, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. The comments are going to come out. But I mean, you don't give a Well, what I give a about is just you as a person and as a friend. I want things that That's make sweet. you feel good. Go with whatever line you think is better. It's obviously very tongue-in-cheek either way. Hmm. <laughs> 
And then he did go on and talk about the part where he was going to say, I made Taylor Swift famous, right? He did. Okay, now what if later in the song, I was also to have said, uh, I made her famous. Is, is, so did she say that? Yes, it might have happened. Oh, God. <laughs> well, what am I going to do about it? It's just kind of like whatever at this point. Yeah. But, I mean, like yeah. it, it doesn't matter if I sold 7 million of that album before you did that, which is what happened. You didn't know who I was before that. It's fine. And of course, the line that everyone that we're all talking about, just to remind you from the song "Famous" by Kanye. Right. So it's the B word that wasn't cleared, and and no. I guess that is what all the Taylor fans said vindicates her is that she was told everything except for the B word, right? Right, okay. which that B word changes everything. I don't think it changes everything to Kanye, though. No. In the grand scheme, like everybody, all of us, yeah. right, looking at this story and hearing that conversation, either Kanye already had the song done, he knew that that was the word in there, because you could hear, he's very like, when he's speaking to Taylor Swift, on the phone, he's very nervous. He's holding back a little bit. Yeah. So he already had that line, probably recorded already, but refused to say, by the way, the B word, and here's how it's going to be used. I don't know, though. I find it interesting. That- or even if he did, even if he changed it, right? At that time with Taylor Swift. Yeah. If he didn't have that word and didn't use it and didn't plan on using it and then later on said, you know what? I'm going to change the lyric. It's going to read this. Yeah. The way the world as we know it, know that song. He should have at least tried to make contact with Taylor Swift again, being like, yo, FYI, I changed the line. Here's what it is. But here's my thing is that I don't think that that word means anything other than nothing to Kanye. I don't think it's that a that's, throwaway word. I don't think that that's something that you would ever clear. I think that in his mind, the way he says it, that the intent of what he was trying to say was that he made her famous and she said that she was cool with that, mm-hmm. with, with, you know explanation but she seemed cool with it i don't think that the b word was even something that he was holding back because i don't think it matters to kanye it's just a throwaway word it's just a word yeah Yeah, right it's just the way it's just the way it goes but so somebody uh tweeted out that the video showed nothing new and we all know that i'm so confused right now this is from a kim kardashian fan account and kim liked that tweet oh did she now she did Yes, she did. What are you doing? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a comedian named Kevin T. Porter. Okay. And over the weekend, he wrote, Right now, we all need a little kindness, you know, like Ellen DeGeneres always talks about. But only she's notoriously... The meanest person in the world. Oh, no. <laughs> so, what? So he said that he would donate $2 to the food bank for every horrible story about Ellen DeGeneres that people tweeted him. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and his timeline exploded. And, oh, stop. And, and, yeah. And, uh, and there's a, actual people who well, there's said a lot of there's a lot of verified accounts that were weighing in <gasps> uh, on like it. Who? Um 
just writers and people who have been from show to show. But like from their experience people, working with Ellen or talking to or being appar- with Ellen? Apparently, let me read you one of these. Apparently she has a sensitive nose. So everyone okay. must chew gum from a bowl outside her office before talking to her. And if she thinks you smell that day, you have to go home and shower. <laughs> Get out of here. No. Not my Ellen DeGeneres. Dude, dude, I've heard like some horrific stories about Ellen. What else were people saying? Uh, uh, that uh, what, she had a head writer on the show uh-huh. uh, who was, I think was there for like five years and the head writer refused to cross the picket line during the writer's strike. So Ellen fired them. No. Yeah. Uh, a woman wrote in saying that she worked at a restaurant that Ellen came in and this woman served her. And then later that day, the restaurant got a letter from Ellen, an email from Ellen complaining that the waitress had chipped nail polish. <laughs> Come on. Not my Ellen. She's not that petty. She is not that petty. Come on. There's no way that one's real. I don't believe that one. I don't believe that one. Well, I don't know. I was working uh, on a show on on WB that was next next to her stage. It was our showrunner's 50th birthday, catering outside, grilling steaks for a special fancy lunch. Uh Ellen sent someone over to demand that they stop because she doesn't eat meat. Oh, no. (laughs) You didn't even get the invite, Ellen. Yeah. um, I have another one for you here is what this woman also wrote. She polices her crew's lunch orders. Nobody's allowed to eat fish. What? <laughs> they would come and hide on our stage to eat the way that they wanted so she wouldn't find them. <laughs> come on. Not my Ellen. She's not that mean. Come on, bro. Don't tell me that. Why is that so hard for you to believe? Because. Why I just, though? Why is that so hard for you to believe? Because I don't want to believe it. Wow. Because I just, on her show, she just comes across as a nice... Yeah, a nice lady. Yeah, but apparently you've never heard that she's that she's terrible though. You've never heard she's mean from anybody. I mean, oh, I've, yes. dude, I've the stories I've heard about Ellen. I've <laughs> heard, but like, I just I don't know. I just choose not to believe. <laughs> anyway, so this guy had to keep um, uh, screen grabbing his donations to the oh, food how bank. How much? How much did he say? Uh, he ca- he, Finally, he capped it. At, he capped it at six hundred dollars. Yeah, but he put the receipt up for the six hundred dollar donation oh, nice. to, the, to the food bank. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I think that the unsung heroes obviously are the frontline workers in Absolutely. medical. Absolutely. Salute to you. And we will forever be grateful for them. And I don't know if the repayment is ever going to be enough. But there's another set of employees who we should also recognize for having to put up with insane conditions while doing impossible jobs. And that is the celebrity personal assistants who are all locked in quarantine. Come on, man. <laughs> with these crazy ass celebrities. Come on, who man. Who make them film all their quarantine videos. Come on, man. <laughs> the latest I need is... You to come to work today. <laughs> no, they're all locked together. Right? They can't leave. Oh, these poor personal kidnapped. assistants. They're kidnapped. They're kidnapped. Man. Uh, Madonna, I don't know if you saw this video. Madonna sent out a, a new coronavirus video mm. where she's in the bathtub. Oh, God. And there's like rose petals and everything in the bathtub. And I'm, I can only imagine it's her personal as she's naked. And I can only imagine see that? her like personal assistant had to stand there and record this for her. Oh, please let it not be one of her kids. So, so weird. Here's Madonna. That's the thing about COVID-19. It doesn't care about you are, how famous you are, how funny you are, how smart you are. It's the great equalizer. 
terrible about it is what's great about it. What's terrible about it is it's made us all equal in many ways. And what's wonderful about it is that it's made us all equal in many ways. Come on, you cannot be a fan anymore, Maury. You cannot like, be a fan. That had to be it, right? Up, that, is that almost it for you? That's almost it. Yeah. Uh, Cardi B, on the other hand, yeah. taking a completely different approach to COVID-19. She's wondering if all these famous people who now claim they have COVID-19 oh. uh-huh. are being paid to say they have COVID-19. And if they're being paid to say they have COVID-19, why isn't she being paid to say that she has COVID-19. He's seen these basketball players say like, yeah, I have, I have, I have the coronavirus, but I don't got no symptoms. And it's like, so how the f- am I supposed to know when I'm supposed to like get tested for it? That's my problem right there. That's my problem right there. Because y'all not, y'all not really saying what it is. And it's like, all right, so tell me what it is and what it ain't. I'm starting to feel like y'all is pain to say that they got it. And if y'all are pain say that it got it. Pay me too. Okay? <laughs> I'm trying to get paid. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, Cardi B, what it is, is a virus. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. It's the great equalizer. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Melanie. Hi. How you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, hi, guys. How are you? Doing great. Oh, man. You got yourself Good. into a situation here, huh? <laughs> Yes. So, Melanie, you wrote us this. Razamoka fixed my life. So, about toddlers, boys, I always make sure my hubby doesn't use the F-bomb around him. He's been home with him during the days. Now, when I get home, what comes out of my little guy's mouth is effing, 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 etc. Uh, what do yeah. we do to get him to stop? How old's your kid? He's three and a half. All right. Oh boy, he's just like a like Mocha's uh, son too. Like yeah. uh, you know, from what I hear. So. so yeah, our, our little guy is going to be uh, three at the end of next month, and we have a similar problem at home. Yeah. <laughs> because I swear so much. Mm-hmm. You do. We we swore a ton around rocks. And uh, I'll tell you this, once they start, like you can't, you can't undo what he knows, right? Like that's just impossible. You can't tell him to unlearn something. Uh, But what you, what you can do is just not pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. He's learning a ton. He's learning so many things every single day. Now, if he doesn't understand that, and you guys have already maybe made this mistake of saying, don't say that. Did you do that? Well, I, I know the reaction that we that we do when he says those f-bomb words or anything that we we shouldn't react to it yeah so what i do is i give my husband a dirty look and but my <laughs> husband he's he's laughing yeah like yeah he's like, see that's a reaction that's a problem though. that's the reaction your husband should not be reacting because then your your kid your three-year-old your three and a half year old is going to think oh i whatever it is that i just did or i said Made daddy laugh. Yeah. So I'm going to keep doing that. So your husband's going to have to control his laughter, (laughs) his reaction. But but, but it's too, I think it's too late. Like once, once the kid knows that this is a great way to bond with his dad, 
you know, that he does something and then, you know, his father gives him a reaction. That's like, you can't undo that stuff. Like, it's very difficult, uh, but... To, to just say yeah. to, to say at this point like and you can't reason with a three-year-old of like no, explaining what certain no. language you can't do that but you, yeah. you, you, I would fill his head with with as many other words as you can <laughs> right? like, because to him it's just another word right he has no idea any of the words that he's saying he probably doesn't even know what more than half of them even mean yeah so That's this is true. just added yeah. to his to his vocabulary and the one thing that you and your husband cannot do is react in any way yeah. at all oh yeah i tell him after when we're like when he's away out of the room and i'm like see you have to watch what you what you say because they're like sponges they can absorb everything what does your husband say oh my gosh he's like I don't say it that much. He doesn't think so. Like, he's so oblivious to it. So I'm like, yes, you do. Like, you talk. Like, it comes out every second word whenever you say sentence or something. Yeah, I've been or, trying my best you know? to, to control my, my swearing around the house. But here's the thing. Let me tell you something, Melanie and Roz. Yeah. Cruz. Mm-hmm. He's starting to use the word the way it is to be used. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Like, so he'll drop yeah. something and he'll yes. say, oh. Yeah. And I'll, in my mind, I'll be like... Bro, I'm so proud of you right now yes. for using that word correctly. But yeah, and that's yeah. so you're almost three. Once oh. once they get older, the conversations then become because I refuse. First of all, Catherine swears more than any human being I've ever met in my life. And I mean, and I swear a lot and yeah. she swears a lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so it was unavoid it was unavoidable, but once they get a little bit older because I never want to use the term bad words. I never want my right. kid to, to no, think that course. certain words are good and certain words are bad because that is it's absolute madness when you start going down that road. Um, but everything comes down to this, okay? It comes down to place, company, and context. Right. Okay. And, and when, yeah. it com- when it comes to certain words, um, you know, you have to acknowledge where you are. You have to acknowledge who's around you and you have to use it in the right context. Like what Mocha was just saying, you can't yeah. just you can't just throw words around. And so when you when you sort of build those rules, kids, you, you'd be surprised. Kids will sort of self-police themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Once they understand the rules. And when you tell anybody that this is forbidden, that's the only thing they want to do. So as soon as you tell a kid that's a dirty word, don't use that word. That's all they're going to do. Like that's that's, true, that's, yeah. that's that's all they're gonna do. You can't you can't tell a kid that something is something is dirty. Now, when you're in the situation like what Mocha's in or what I was in years ago, when you know you hear them drop something, even intentionally or unintentionally, uh, my okay, like <laughs> you know, it's 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 diff it's difficult because you are there's a moment of pride when you're like, oh man, you learn a new word and you use it the right way. Yeah, totally. There's a moment <laughs> of pride in there, right? Like yeah. there just there just is. That's your that's your kid. But uh, but tell your bloody husband to stop laughing at your son yeah. when he says stop, the f stop word. Stop reacting. I think at this point, and this is exactly what we do in our house, is that whenever uh, a swear word does come out, it doesn't happen often, right? But when it does happen. Just there's no reaction whatsoever. I would even say go as far as the next time you either have family over or you're going to go see family, just give them the heads up. Hey, he's been saying the F word a little bit. We're, we're managing it right now. If it does happen, please do not react. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks so much for calling. That's, that's great. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Melanie. Love you guys. Okay, thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question for you. Mm. Hey, Maury, come on in here. Keep your distance, but come on in and join us. We've had this discussion before. <clears throat> the word C-A-R-A-M-E-L. Caramel. 
C-A-R-A-M-E-L. How do you pronounce that word? Caramel. Caramel. What? Caramel. No, caramel. Caramel. C-A-R is car. M-E-L. Mel. Yeah, C-A-R. I forgot the letter A in there. You forgot the A. (laughs) Oh, forgot another A. C-A-R. You're saying caramel. Yeah, caramel. 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 Okay. Caramel. So who... Do more people pronounce it caramel or do more people pronounce it caramel? I'm going to say more people pronounce it the correct way, which is caramel. Maury, what do you say? I'm going to say more people pronounce it the correct way, which is caramel. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Answer me this then. Yes. Why then does Cadbury make a caramel bar and not a caramel bar? Yeah, but it's all in the caramel secret. 65% 65% of people pronounce it caramel. Ah! 65. See, uh, the right way. Okay, the word B-A-G-E-L. Bagel. Maury? Oh, bagel, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, a lot of people say bagel. Is it bagel or bagel? I have heard people say bagel. How many people, how many people say bagel? Zero. No, that's not true. 9% of people still pronounce Ooh, it bagel. Know, it's so funny. I was going to say 10%. How many people pronounce the L in salmon? Oh, my dad oh. does that. I'm going to say a lot. A lot yeah. of weirdos say salmon. Yeah. Your dad says salmon? Yeah, but I kind of feel like he's doing it to be like, you know, proper and whatnot. Proper? <laughs> you know, like, I never heard a proper person say salmon. <laughs> you know, like, ooh, I'm wearing a suit. I'm going to say salmon. <laughs> Wow. You have some crazy idea of what fancy people do in your head, man. Yeah. They say salmon and they wear suits. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're the... Ooh, straighten your tie, you Mr. Salmon. You have some crazy view of rich people in your head, Maury, over like what is what is proper. Uh, okay, so uh, do more people say pecan or pecan? Do more oh. people say pecan or oh, pecan? I say pecan. pecan. I say oh, pecan. What? I say pecan. You no, say I'm pecan? Because more I, people say pecan. Yeah, but I think it's a derivative of its French word. Which is? Pecan. You have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> you and your suit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, there was a salmon. Okay, so uh, 68% of people say pecan. 68% yeah. of See, people say the right pecan. Way. Uh, is, uh, how many people, did the majority of people say jalapeno or jalapeno? Jalapeno. I'm going to say jal- that, that wasn't even on the list that you said. <laughs> yeah. That's a brand new word you just made up, bro. Jalapeno. Okay, that's not an option. I'm going to say more people say jalapeno. <laughs> okay, uh, so more people say jalapeno. Maury, what do you say? Jalapeno, like okay, jala- the no, E one. And listen to my question for a second, okay? Pay attention to the test. Do more people say jalapeno or jalapeno? The first one, jalapeno. Okay, jalapeno. <laughs> Let me see if that's on the list. Also not on the list. Uh, 40% of people uh, say jalapeno, which means 60% say jalapeno. So jalapeno wins. Uh, the percentage of people that say espresso or espresso. Oh, okay. I think people say espresso by mistake. No, I think people say it on purpose thinking it's the right way to say it because okay. you've heard other people say it. So you're like, oh, that's how you say it, espresso. Right. So do the majority of people say espresso but, or do the majority of people say espresso? I'm going to say the majority say espresso the no. way it's supposed to be said. I say majority say it wrong and say espresso. 16% use the EX and say espresso. Ah, so vast majority of people properly pronounce we it. We do one more? You yes, one more? of course we could do. I have two more really quickly. Okay. Uh, do you say crepe or crepe? Crepe. 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 64% of people say crepe. Uh, and we'll finally, we'll end this uh, on something that 
I've heard both so many times. Okay. Is it syrup or syrup? Oh, syrup. Is syrup. it syrup or no. syrup? Syrup. Syrup. My syrup goes on my cereal. Okay. Ew. Yeah, that's <laughs> gross. In my suit. <laughs> uh, according to this study, it was 50-50 right down the oh, middle yeah? between syrup and syrup. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was trying to figure out like what stations like SportsCenter and TSN are doing during coronavirus when all sports are shut down. They've been showing like older footage of games. Yeah, a lot and, of old uh, games. Starting tonight at 8 o'clock and alternating uh, different nights, Sportsnet and TSN will be showing the Toronto Raptors 2019 run, playoff run. <laughs> Too soon. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, what are you going to do? So round one, Raptors in Orlando uh, tonight, 8 o'clock on Sportsnet, Sportsnet 1. You got you to do something. So they're going to get to relive the entire run. When Kawhi was in a Raptors jersey. Think he'll stay this time? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I have a great feeling. I have a really good feeling about this. Yeah, I think, I think this time he'll I, stay. I think he's going to stay. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. I think he's going to stay. I think it, he's going to like the city. Yeah. I think he's going to like the response <laughs> from everybody. The reaction from the crowd. Yeah. All the support. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. And you know when I think you know when I think he'll make that decision? When's that? I have a feeling there's gonna be a game like if they end up playing Philly. Yeah. I don't know. Round one starts tonight at yeah. eight, right? Okay. All right. If fair they enough. end up playing Philly, because Philly's a good good team, if yeah. they do, yeah. all Kawhi has to do is just like make one one magical shot. Yeah. If he does, I think he's gonna stay. Yeah, no, you're right. I think God, he'll stay. I hope they don't have to go through Milwaukee. That'd be tough. Oh, Milwaukee's a great team. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a good team. It's so stupid, but this is what it is, right? right? Yo, it's so bad, right? With sports that there mm-hmm. is um, a betting site out of the U.S. Because there's no sports, yeah. they are now taking your bet. On what? What are we allowed to bet on now? The weather. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's an over-under on the weather. Really? Yeah. I'm down with that. I can take that action. For any given state, right? Yeah. In the U.S., you bet whether it's going to be above this or below that. I, I'm totally down with that action. So that's what they're... That's, really, huh? That's what you can bet on now, yeah. Oh, I'm really into that. Yeah, because there's nothing There's there's nothing to bet on. Like, <laughs> like Vegas gotta, is shut down? You got all these gamblers, right? Yeah. It's like, what's going on? Everything's changed. I wonder how many people were you like, what are you doing to to sort of satiate that addiction? Like if you need to gamble, like if you need that action, what are you doing? Are you gambling on the weather, I guess? I guess. Heads or, or tails get, with your friends? Get like together high with, stakes heads or tails? Get together with friends and like um I don't know. And just bet on randomness? Because you can't play cards because everybody touches no. everything. Aren't yeah. there still the, there's still the gambling side? There's still here. There's still lottery. I, believe there's me, you gambling. know what's going on right now? You're absolutely mm. right, Maury. Right now, all those casino players who have been shut out of the Vegas Strip are now on going on back to the online casinos. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of online casino players right now, online poker players who up to this point have done well, who I bet you are getting cleaned out 
out right now. Oh, by all the bots. By all the, no, <laughs> no, by all the pros. Oh, by all the pros who are playing. Yes. Right, 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 right. I, I wonder think, if yes. Farmville is seeing a like a surge in playing. I think all that stuff is, to be honest with you, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of data being used on just absolute nonsense. Yeah. Remember Words with Friends? <laughs> remember Did that? You play that? Yeah, I played that for like a week. It was pretty addictive. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah, remember yeah. Words with Friends? I wonder yeah. if Words with Friends is going to come back. But but yeah, no, there's a there's gambling on the weather now, and the online Monopoly board that I go to wouldn't load yesterday. What do you mean that you go to? I often sometimes just like if I need some I time, often I'll sit. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. go ahead. <laughs> I, often sometimes, I don't know why that's funny. Yeah. I often sometimes... <laughs> you don't okay. know why that's funny? Okay. No. Okay. All right. Okay, continue. <laughs> I often sometimes need some time sometimes. <laughs> I often sometimes need some time sometimes? Hold on here. I often, okay. I often sometimes need some time sometimes. <laughs> To sometimes be alone. I often sometimes need some time sometimes because I need some time alone sometimes. So sometimes I... (laughs) Oh my God. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Celine, it's Roz and Mocha. All right, uh, Celine wrote this to us at 925-555. Long-time podcast listener, I'm a 911 dispatch in Ottawa, Ontario. And let me tell you, uh, screening the public for COVID is a nightmare. Stay safe and sending you lots of love. So how are things in Ottawa today? They're so good. They're always good. Uh, how's how's life for you? How many calls are you getting? And when you do get calls, from, I guess, from people who think that they might have corona, like what do they say? And then what's your response? So I'm a 911 dispatcher for ambulance only. Okay. In Ottawa, it's separated into three. So I deal with medical calls only. So we're in charge of screening. The general public, everybody who calls 911 for an ambulance gets screened no matter what. Okay. Uh, at the beginning, when it when coronavirus first kind of became a thing, we would just ask the public if they traveled to Wuhan or the Hubei province. Mm-hmm. And then when it got worse, we started uh, asking if they had traveled to mainland China. And then after that, it got it got it kind of spread some more. So then we started asking if they had traveled to Iran, to Singapore, to Hong Kong. Or, all these other different countries. And then our questions kind of started evolving because people started getting it and like it kind of became more of a mainstream thing. And now we ask everybody, um, we ask everybody if they've traveled outside of Canada in the last 14 days, if they've been told to self-isolate, if they have a fever, a new onset of cough or difficulty breathing. And people are really kind of ruthless with their answers because I had one this morning who was like, yeah, I had a foreigner cough on me at a Tim Hortons yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was wondering if and you get a lot of those. It's crazy. People people are like, I don't know why they think they have the need to say these things, but it's not really relevant or important or... Um, yeah, but we get all crazy answers like that. And obviously the- you can't really know if you've had any contact with anyone who's traveled. If you go on a, if you take the public transit or if you end up in a mall or in a store. I'm but- wondering because when, when Amber alerts go out, you, you see all these people who are just complaining about it. And then all the 911 calls from people complaining about Amber alerts and all this other stuff. The one thing we have not heard yet from the 911 operators are the people that are calling 911 to snitch on people they think have Corona. Oh. 
Do you, you know? get those, Lynn, so in Ottawa? In Ottawa, when you call 911, the police pick it up and they will ask you if you need ambulance, fire, or a police. Right. Yeah. And so they triage everybody that calls in. So we get the medical calls only. Rarely do we get people who need police only or fire only. It's really police that do the triaging with all the people that are calling 911 in general right yeah. before they, we find out what they need. So thank God we don't have to deal with the people that are calling in first. We get the triage, the medical calls only. But you know that's happening, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> people yeah. all the time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so how many? Uh, how has this affected like your day-to-day work day? Are you working more hours? Have you been asked to work more hours? We've had a lot of staff now because we're considered an essential service. A lot of staff that have traveled recently or are exhibiting symptoms uh, similar to COVID, even if it's the flu, have to stay home just in case because we we are considered an essential service and we need to show up to work. So there's a lot of overtime available because we're down 15% of our staff. That's not including WSIB and LOA and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, lots of overtime available and paramedics too. A lot of them are off the road and uh, I mean, there's overtime all the time, but uh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's yeah. madness. It's absolute madness. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, well, Celine in Ottawa, thank you very much for listening to the Ron Zamoga Show. And thank you for reaching out. And thank you for, for all that you're doing for the uh, community out there in Ottawa. Oh, thanks, guys. And between Ron Zamoga, who's your favorite? Oh, no. Oh, hands down, Mobila. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you supposed to be like a little bit more... Neutral as a 911 operator. <laughs> you know? I was going to say, we should call 911 to get you an ambulance for that sick burn, but Our, we got 911 on the phone already. Isn't your job to keep the people on the phone? Because I'm about to hang up on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Love you lots, Celine. Love you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Is anybody learning a new skill while we have all this time on our hands? Oh, boy. Lori. No. I am not right do you have now. Anything, what do you have at I home? I should Do you have be. any musical instruments at home more? Do you have a guitar? No, but I have uh, I have a recorder. No, it's not. No, because I was going to ask you to, to try and learn something, and I don't want you in here blowing on a recorder. That would be so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you got good at it. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine... He was also, like the Kenny G also, of recorder players. Matthew would kill you. Yeah, he would. Actually, yeah, take your recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Matthew you, you want to keep him calm in the condo. Yeah, but it's the perfect time to like learn a new skill. I'm wondering what we can do. I've been watching YouTube videos on things, tricks I can try and train my dog. No, 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 no. Like you need to better yourself. You need mm. to learn. You need to learn a new skill. And, but you have no good. You have no, do you have a ukulele at home? A ukulele. Oh. Is that a weird question? Don't we all Hold have ukuleles at home? <laughs> but you probably pranced in here to say, like, I have a recorder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have a recorder and a slide whistle. No, I'm wondering how we get you an instrument, how we get you a guitar in a time like this. Everything's shut down, right? Yeah. I don't even know if we could get you a guitar. And then if, I, you, if you got a guitar, you wouldn't be able to trust where it came from. That's too bad. I've always wanted to learn the drums, though. But we can't get you drums. No, but I can finger drum. No, no, no. I'm, I'm being serious here. I want you to learn a new skill. I once tried to learn how to knit. And then what happened? <laughs> I never finished. Ten years later, I still haven't finished the scarf. But did you learn how to knit, though? Yeah. Okay, so you can learn. No, I'm not. Like, I am quite capable of learning. Really, uh, though? Because you said it like, <laughs> you could learn. <laughs> you can well, learn? What, what is something that you've yeah. wanted to try 
and you're like, you know what? One one of these days, I'm going to learn how to do that. A thousand percent the drums. Oh, and how to drive a boat. Well, okay. we can't do that in your in your apartment. Okay, <laughs> that will definitely get you divorced. Okay, something something that is attainable right now in the oh, conditions that we language. live in. Oh, a new language. How about learning this one for first? <laughs> Okay, next. What else do you want? You get to like go on Duolingo and learn something? That's a thing? Yeah, yeah. Download Duolingo okay. and learn what language you want to learn? Spanish? No, I want to finish learning Portuguese. Okay. How much of Portuguese do you know already? Like a couple well, words. By, by, when you say finish learning Portuguese, <laughs> do you mean like learning all Portuguese? <laughs> like all of it. Like I'd like to say a sentence. Right. No, no, no. You, <laughs> First, you should learn how to speak a sentence, say a sentence in English. Yeah. Like I can say the odd thing. Good morning, bon dia. Okay. Can you say a full sentence in Portuguese? Uh, um, bon dia. Um, obrigado. Which means what? Uh, it's a good morning, thank you. Okay, that's not a full sentence. No, I do that's not know be, how to say a full uh, sentence. Okay, then just say no. <laughs> okay. It's okay. okay to say no. Yeah. So I'm wondering, should you start learning Portuguese then? I would love to. I mean, because I have... Do you speak Portuguese? Yes. Does he know? Yes. Like sentences and everything? Every, he could speak oh. it, understand it, everything. Really? Because I know, I know, when mm -hmm. he's speaking to his friend Tracy, they're talking about me. Oh, they, he's in the house talking in a different language around you to his friends? Oh, yeah. He's in the Wait, bedroom. He goes in the Tracy... bedroom, half closes the door, lies on the bed, and starts laughing in another language. I'm like, oh, something's up. Oh, my God. I would leave. <laughs> I Tracy, is, now, does Tracy speak English or Tracy speaks? They both speak English, but oh. they speak Portuguese because she doesn't want her husband to hear what they're saying. Oh, so, my oh. God. Hold on. So they're each in their bedrooms complaining about, let's assume... Complaining about their husbands to one another? A thousand percent. Let me tell you something more. If uh, How long have you been with Matthew now? Uh, almost uh, 13 years. How long has he been talking to Tracy in Portuguese on the phone? Almost 13 years. Almost 13 years. <laughs> I will tell you, if, 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 if 10 years ago, Catherine moved in and had a friend that she would speak Mandarin with on the phone, if uh, Catherine was fluent in Mandarin... I would have been fluent in Mandarin a year later <laughs> and, just not, and just not told her. What, and then picked up the other line? No, 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 I just would have sat there and pretended like nothing was wrong yeah. for my whole life. Yeah. How you so, haven't learned Portuguese by now when your husband's been telling secrets in the other room for all these years? Okay, so that's your goal. Portuguese. In Portuguese. <laughs> What's the uh, the app he's got now? Uh, Duolingo. Duol I thought you said Duo. Dua Lipa. Okay. No, Duolingo. No. Duolingo. Yeah, Duolingo. Duo. Yeah, Duo. Yeah, Duo. Duolingo. Stop it. Duo. Duolingo. Duolingo. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Connor. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? Good, buddy. So we talked to you back in January. Yeah. And uh, at the time, you had told us that you were uh, from Mississauga, and you were currently living in Fort Wayne, Indiana, on a work visa. Uh, you'd been there for about two and a half years. Your work visa was up in May, and you couldn't decide if you wanted to stay in Indiana or come back to Toronto, and you said that your friends and family uh, were all here, uh, but you've made amazing friends down there as well, and the job pays well, and the cost of living was amazing, but you can't decide if you want to stay here forever. Uh, and then you said that you didn't think you did. Every time that you came back uh, to visit, you feel like you were in a rut for a week or so after you got back to Fort Wayne. So what did you decide on? So after we, we spoke, I kind of tried to put my priorities in order. Um, and I did decide that it was time for me to come home. Oh, you did? Oh, wow. was, yeah. So I was going to uh, finish up my, you know, my priorities and my commitments while I was down there. My apartment lease was, is up at the end of April. 
Um, I was going to get everything ready. I went to work last Monday morning, just, you know, like everything was normal. And then they released that statement about the borders. Yeah. Um, so I kept my eye open on that and I had a couple of friends call me just to let me know. And then, so I was like, okay, I'm still going to leave in April. I haven't told my work yet. I'll give them plenty of time, just not, you know, a whole month. Um, and then Tuesday, right before lunch, they released that they were closing it within three days and that Canadians needed to come home. And I spoke with a couple of people at work and they were pretty sure that my visa, if it expired, they weren't going to be able to continue to employ me while I was there. And they're pretty sure that this whole issue at the border may have lasted longer than my visa is good for. Oh my God. So starting Tuesday after lunch, I tried to sell my car, uh, pack my entire life from my apartment up, get a U-Haul, tell my boss I had to go home and basically moved my entire life within three days back into Canada. Oh, God. And you are out there solo. If I remember correctly, like, you didn't have anyone out there. Like, no girlfriend, like, nothing. I had I had some friends, but no, I didn't have a girlfriend. But yeah, yeah I was out there you, alone. But um, you had to, like, literally do all of this stuff on your own to make it back home. Pretty much, yeah. I got, I, I got a little lucky. I sold my car on uh, Carvana. I don't know if we have those up here. What's a, basically like a, it's like a, 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 a buying and selling car. What kind of, company. what kind of, what kind of car did you sell? It was a 2017 Chevy Malibu. How much did you get it for? Uh, How much you get for they, it? Uh, for 12, six. Nice. That's not bad. Yeah. That's I not owed bad. 11, and I owed 11 on it. So, so the reason I couldn't bring it with me is because I didn't have the title in my name. The yeah. bank owned my car. Um, gotcha. So I had to get rid of it. And yeah, I was, I was extremely lucky with that. I had a couple of friends who were very, generous to help me pack, but I literally packed everything into a U-Haul Friday morning. So what did your boss say? He was, he was extremely like sympathetic. They, they felt terrible for the situation. I I didn't lie to him. I did tell him that, you know, I had made the decision and that I was probably going to leave at the, in in a month or so anyways, Mm -hmm. I didn't want him to think that I was using the the whole virus thing as an excuse to get out of there. So I wanted to be honest with him and he was he was very um, helpful with everything. They that's real all, nice, man. Yeah, they've all offered uh, to be like a reference if I need it and stuff. But yeah, it was just three days of absolute mayhem. <laughs> so, so now you come back to this where everything is shut down, and you have to what now? Try and find work when everybody's losing their job? Pretty much. Oh, I man. I had a couple of interviews, like Skype interviews, lined up. Um, this week, um, but none of them are, they've all kind of rescheduled just because of what's been going on. So I was smart. I was a little smart with my money before I left. So I'm okay right now. I'm living with my mom, so I don't have a rent or anything like that, um, for the next couple of weeks, potentially months. Um, so I should be okay for that. But then, yeah, eventually I'm going to have to. What do you do for a living, Connor? I design sprinkler systems. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just had one of those installed. Oh really? Yeah. Not like, like, you mean like a house sprinkler system or like for your lawn to grow oh, grass? like a house for like... Oh, oh, okay. okay, you know what? When you said sprinkler system, I thought the exact same thing. I thought it was for like outdoor. Yeah. It's funny sprinklers. you say that. My, my brother, my middle brother tells people that. Like, oh yeah, I have a brother who lives in the States. He designs sprinklers. Yeah. And when they ask, he says the ones for your lawn. Yeah. But no, I do. He just, okay. Oh, damn, so your brother doesn't even know. <laughs> no, he knows. Yeah, he's he knows. trolling me. Wow. I, uh, I was more impressed when you designed lawn sprinklers, 
bro, to be honest with you. Well, sorry. <laughs> um, so this is a crazy story. Just so if you're just joining us right now, uh, we're talking to Connor. And during all this COVID-19 stuff, you were working in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You were planning on coming back home anyway, but your work visa expires the end of May. And then when they started shutting down the borders, you realized that the borders may be shut longer than you would have a work visa. So you would essentially be stuck in America without the ability to work, without the ability to earn money, and without the ability to come home. Yeah. That's crazy. I thank God the lady at the border, she was so nice. She could have been way worse when I got there with my entire truck full of stuff, but uh, she was very sympathetic. So what happened? Like, did you explain to her everything that you told us? Pretty much, uh, very quickly. uh, So what I've always been told, because I've moved a few times like this, is to type up an itinerary. Mm -hmm. So when I get to the border, instead of having to think on the spot what's in my truck, I I just type everything out, like large pieces of furniture and the general electronics and clothing and all that kind of stuff. And I gave her a list and basically just told her anything on that list is in my truck. They asked the, you know, the generic like drugs, weapons, alcohol questions. And, and, but she, when I told her that I had done everything in three days and that I was coming home permanently and because I didn't have a car crossing the border with a car from another country, there's a lot more paperwork. Um, so she kind of was just like, like, Oh my God, I'm sorry for what happened to you. Have a nice day. Oh, wow. Good luck. Yeah, Yeah. she was very nice. All right, man. Hey, listen, thanks. What a great update. Uh, We're so happy that uh, that you made it back home and that things worked out the way... The way they did, as stressful as yes. your, you know, situation was for for those couple of days. Yes, and I just I want to thank you guys. Uh, your podcast really helped. Um, I've been listening to you guys for as long as you've been on the radio, on and off, depending on what city I live in. And and during the the, the very stressful times, I would just put my headphones in and listen to an old podcast. And you guys, you guys really got me through this. So I just want to thank you guys. Ah, oh, so. Connor, you're the best, man. Thank you so much for saying that. We appreciate you, bro. All right, thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Trying to find this place. I was reading this story yesterday where there's a couple pizza places in Toronto that because of no customers and you can only do takeout and then they've also taken into consideration the fact that people are locked in their houses with kids with nothing to do yeah this pizza place i think it was in parkdale this pizza place is selling their pizzas but Uh they sell it in a kit so so you just make it home so you buy the box and in the box is the dough the pepperoni the cheese and the sauce and then you buy a pizza from this place and then you bring it home and you make it with your kids because then it gives you and your kids an activity to do for an hour oh man as well amazing right Trying to find more. Can you see if you can find that place for me? That just, is. I just want to. I, I love that yeah, idea. I just want to give them a shout out because I think that it's a really, really great idea, and it's a, it's a way to sort of take your business and make everybody else's life just a little bit easier too. Because everybody's struggling with things to oh, do. Yeah. With your, it's, with it's, your kids, man. It it's is tough. tough. Like, I think it was up- like more. It might have been like a blog to story. Check that, or it might have been might have been something else. Shout it's out to blog to Tough to find. I say tough with air quotes because yeah. you can find unlimited activities online uh, of things to do with your kids at home, yeah. right? The yeah. problem is finding the thing that your kid is going to want to do. Well, that's the thing, right? It's um, two of them, CC's in Parkdale and General Assembly. CC's in Parkdale C-I-C-I and General, and General Assembly. Pizza. Let me see what their pizza looks like. And General Assembly, I have a location of that on uh, Blue Jay's Way. I eat theirs all the time. Oh, CC's pizza looks real good too. 
1618 Queen Street West. Yeah, so that's Parkdale. Uh, 1618 Queen Street West. But uh, but yeah, they, they'll sell you a kit. So yeah. you, you take the dough home and you just make the pizza with your kids because kids are just starving for things to do. Yeah. It's so bored right now. I know. Right? It's tough. It's nuts. I bet it's, you they're going to make a lot of dough doing this. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope they do make a lot of dough more. You're right. Has Roxy, because I know Roxy at, at home, she... Enjoys cooking. She enjoys helping. Yeah. Right? She, she made pancakes the other day. Uh-huh. I swear to God, she made like 45 pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of pancakes, right? And when kids make pancakes, they just eat them as they go. Like, they don't oh, make yeah. pancakes and then stick them all on a plate. They, like, eat, like make one pancake and eat half of it while another pancake is cooking. Well, yeah, because it's then, warm. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but no, cooking is real big in our house. But uh, but that I've, I've always found that that cooking and, and, and when Catherine and Roxy bake, because they do a lot of baking together. It is a it is a the best way to just sort of kill ninety minutes in the blink of an eye because yeah. with all the prep time and the chopping and then just cooking it and, and everything, it's just it's the best thing to do. So if you can sit around and cook with your kids uh, while they're off, if you cook at home, maybe you don't even cook, but you can just go on YouTube, watch a couple videos, start making something simple, yeah, and get the kids involved. And it is the best way to kill an afternoon. I'm telling you, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. People need to get out of the house, man. And I, I know, but you can't. I, you can't go to parks or no, anything like that. No, so. but even just like even just sitting on your front porch for a couple of minutes. Like yesterday was so magical because even inside the house or just like sitting on the front stoop, uh, the sun was just incredible. It, like it's a game changer when you get a yeah. little bit of that sun on your face, man. It's a game changer. And so what? It's going to be six and raining on Saturday. Yeah, I sat on the roof on my roof yesterday. Was there anybody else up there? Is anybody no. using the roof of your place? I, at all? Every time I go up every day, I'm, it's just me and my dog. Is it because yeah. it smells like dog pee? It does now. Yeah. Because <laughs> why do you go up to the roof with your dog? Because it's the only place you'll go pee and poo. Right. You are. You have turned into like this nightmare dog owner. Yeah. Who, who, You've turned into the person that you hate in your building that you would continuously complain about. Yeah. Like, yeah but every time he pees and poos, I go, could you imagine? Shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> could you imagine, Maury, living in your condo, what you would have done or how you would have reacted if you found out that somebody else that lived in your building was taking their dog, not downstairs to the sidewalk, but upstairs to the outdoor community patio of your building to let your dog go number one and number two. I would take video of it and send it to the condo board. Oh my God. Also, here's the thing that I find very interesting about this situation. Worst. Is that Dammit Maury and Dammit Matthew live on the third floor of their condo. Right. Okay. Why don't you give out my whole address then? So you live on the third floor of your condo. You've said it a million times. (laughs) Right? Yeah. How many floors are on your building? Like how many floors to get up to the to the top? Twenty-two. Right. So you're traveling all that way from the third floor <laughs> yeah. for your dog to go and pee and poo on the roof of your building. Yeah. Where you live on the third floor, it would take you less time well, to go downstairs. He doesn't want to go outside. He it wants to go to the it roof. Doesn't, the dog doesn't. The dog does what the dog what you tell the dog to do. Yeah, but I bring him outside and he curls up on my foot crying. When I bring him to the roof, he runs around like a happy boy. Yeah, yeah. because it smells like pee and poo. Yeah, because that's where he goes to the bathroom now. It's very. He eats leaves. Yes, He's that's great. that's his bathroom. Room is yeah. yes. You no, know, you have to train the dog to walk. Like, are you guys like, are you walking him at all? Well, he, we run back and forth ten times upstairs. Oh my oh, god, that's it. Oh, this poor dog. This poor more. Come on, like man. once a day? No, no, four times a day. Okay, so you bring him upstairs to go to do his business, and then we run back and forth. And what do you do about the pee up there? Do you just leave it? I pick up the poo. Yeah, but you just leave the pee. You don't even walk with like a ball of water. It's just gonna like rain. You said it's gonna rain. Oh, <laughs> 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 This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Yesterday, Premier Doug Ford announced that the shutdown of all non-essential services across the province uh, to slow down COVID-19 is going to take place as of 11.59 p.m. So that list is pretty long of what the essential services are. And joining us right now is Toronto Mayor John Tory. How you doing, sir? I'm fine. How are you guys? Good. Are you still in uh, self-isolation? Yes, until uh, Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Uh, not that I'm being particular about when I get on parole. <laughs> I know, because that that's sort of the worry, right? Is that, and not so much... Let's be let's be honest. Uh, uh, the worry is that there's a lot of younger people who are going to go, whoo, did the 14 days, and then they're going to try and go back to life as normal. That is such an important point because, you know, and I'm having to remind myself of that, quite frankly. So I, I will not have to be confined to quarters anymore tomorrow at 9 o'clock, but I'm not going to go back to doing my job just like everybody else shouldn't be going back to doing their job like it was before. My job, as you know, was out being, uh, that's where I'd see Maury all over the place. I never see you guys, by the way, working weekends. He's working weekends all the time. I've been self-isolating since 88. Uh, Anyway, uh, you know, I will be doing my job very differently. I'll be, you know, doing my job in terms of all the meetings and teleconferences. I'll be free to go to some of those in person, although it may even be better not to do that. I I certainly will be out. I want to go out and visit some of our workers in the field that are doing things for us, uh, you know, uh, public services and so on. But it will be a vastly curtailed uh, part of the job in that respect. And I think everybody has to remember that the 14 days doesn't mean back to business as usual after the full 14 days by the way. Don't you think I didn't think it's really, you know, Wednesday morning because, uh, you know, that's the date 14 days from when I came back from England? Yeah. No, it's 14 days to the time you return, which in my case means tomorrow night. So I hope people follow that. The whole idea here is to get people to say on that and on the physical distancing, really follow the rules, like really follow them. Don't just kind of give lip service to it. If you see a neighbor across the street and you're walking down the sidewalk on a side street, which is the kind of sidewalks uncrowded you should be on, don't go across the street even though you want to and give them a hug or say hello or have a chat wave at them we just don't want people close to each other because that's how this thing is spreading and it really poses a grave risk as we've seen in other countries yeah. uh mayor tory the list that came out of the essential services like that's a long list a lot of essential services what is not on that list because it seems like it's not any different from what we've been used to the past couple of weeks. Well, I know people are having a bit of trouble digesting this this morning because there are various uh, companies that are on there. But let me give you an example. And I want to give credit to the premier. I mean, he, because he's a business guy, um, as I am, he has understood that you may say, well, gee, a glue factory is exempted and is allowed to stay open. Why is that? Well, if you found out that that glue factory made the glue that goes on the boxes to keep them together and the boxes are the ones that are uh, holding the hand sanitizer when, when it's shipped, you would then understand understand that the supply chain can't be interrupted. So if they do without the glue or without the boxes, you can't ship the hand sanitizer. So it becomes a much longer list. And look, there's going to have to be an element of good faith in this where people, um, you know, with a glue factory who don't supply boxes who are, which are used for hand sanitizer decide to close themselves. Hopefully people can use an element of good faith and good citizenship and just saying, look, if I don't need to be open because I'm not supplying something that's essential, I'll close and let my workers stay home safe. So and then people the same. So uh, it's one of those things where the list looks very long. It is long, but it's only taking account of things that are really important. Uh, we had uh, a lot of people who listened to this show commenting on what would be considered essential service. And the one that kept coming up over and over again was construction, not city construction, but private construction, condo construction. Yes. And, and I guess uh, the province has exempted that. In other words, they're deemed it to be essential. And I had a very long meeting yesterday with a whole bunch of the construction companies and talked to the unions as well. 
And I think where we've ended up is that, yes, they're deemed an essential service and to keep going because we need the housing and all that. But I will say that a number of these companies were forthright enough to say that the work has to be done on their site in certain cases, shoulder to shoulder, as they put it, so there is not the possibility of people being distanced from each other. Mm-hmm. I think what you're going to find is that a lot of those sites will end up being shut down either because the company decides to do so because people have to work shoulder to shoulder and shouldn't, or because the union uh, raises an objection, and well, they should, on behalf of their workers and keeping them safe. So that's an area that I would say is going to be under constant scrutiny, including by the governments. Uh, I'll certainly be having our people keep an eye on it because I think there are sites where the companies themselves have said it's just not possible to have uh, you know, running water on the site or to have people not work in very close quarters. And I think that's an area that's going to be constantly scrutinized. Uh, Mayor Tory, what about closing like Eaton Centre or Sherway or Fairview? Like, What about the malls, just outright shutting them down? Actually, I think you'll find that while there are exceptions for particular kinds of stores and banks and so on, I think you're going to find the malls are going to be closed. Uh, they will have to make arrangements uh, to make sure that for the stores that are open, that are essential pharmacies, grocery stores, banks, uh, that uh, people can get in. That raises some security issues for the mall companies. But I can tell you, the mall companies are not fighting to stay open because in many cases, the vast majority of their stores are already closed either by government order or by the decision of the store owners to close to keep their employees safe and because there are no customers. So I think you're going to find the malls are pretty much going to be closed because the mall owners, frankly, don't want people just in there wandering around anyway. It's not safe. It's not proper. And so I think you're going to find they're going to be closed uh, just for a number of those practical realities. Uh, and one final question for you, Mayor John Tory. What about um, one of the questions that we received was, how is the city going to take care of the homeless people who are in the city of Toronto to protect them from potentially catching coronavirus? We have an elaborate series of measures uh, that are designed both to be testing them, and they're in the priority group to be tested because they're very much at risk in the circumstances, and also to care for them while the test results, for example, are uh, being received because the, the test results don't come back the very second you have the test. So we have actually uh, taken uh, possession of a hotel, uh, rented it from the owner uh, because the hotels, of course, are empty and we're going to be having special facilities with special medical care there to look after people uh, while they're in any stage of doubt or even while they have to be kept in isolation. So that we're trying to be very sensitive to the particular vulnerabilities of people like that and making arrangements to make sure that they are both kept safe themselves but also that they are kept from circulating with others who might catch the virus if they have it. Uh, what's your plan for a haircut in the next little while? You know, I, it's funny you say that. I was <laughs> getting ready this morning because I do a thing on TV every morning answering questions. So I have to look half decent. I haven't grown a beard during the 14 days or anything like that. And I was thinking about that. And uh, I can tell you one thing I'm not doing is I'm not trying to cut my own hair. I'm not getting anybody else that isn't uh, trained hairstylist to cut my hair. There's a lot of how-to videos on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, well, I won't be looking at them. I can tell you, I might start to look pretty shaggy by the time this is all over, but uh, we'll deal with it. Fortunately, I had a haircut just by chance like right before the worst part of it started. So I could probably uh, eke it out without looking too freaky. So uh, you, you guys can let me know if I'm looking bad on TV. Yeah, no problem. We all are. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, love, I, would, I wouldn't trust either of you guys, but I would trust Maury to cut my hair. Wow, so, you oh, are wow. a man. brave man. John Tory, uh, as always, thank you so much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. We okay, really appreciate guys. it. Have a good one. Thanks a lot. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to pick up groceries yesterday. Yeah. And believe it, I, it was crazy. Like, I know everyone's supposed to be self-isolation. I mean, same argument could be made for me. Like, why the hell am I out? But I had a reason, yeah. as I'm sure a lot of people did yesterday. But it was quite busy on the streets. Yeah. I found it was like a regular business day. Yeah. 
yeah, busy. Yeah. I had to go to the bank yesterday. Uh-huh. Right? Like it was, it was unavoidable. I had to go into the bank yesterday. And I went into the bank and it was wild because there was no customers. But it, I've never seen... Were they fully staffed? No, right? Fully staffed. Oh, really? Yeah. And because I think that they're working on reduced hours now. And so they're loading up staff for those hours in case people really need huh. the services. So in my bank, like I've never seen all five teller kiosks full fully yeah. staffed right yesterday fully staffed the whole bank were people like talking to each other and stuff or yeah all just like quiet no they were having it no i'll tell you my bank they're having a great time and then one of the uh and then one of the guys who works there uh came around and he was wearing gloves and mm. he had a, a plastic bag in his hand and he would walk up to each teller as i was standing in there and he took the plastic bag and just slowly tipped it over and as he walked by each teller, when I was standing there, he was dropping a chocolate bar in front of them oh out, of my this, God, that's so out, nice. out of this bag yeah. with uh, with gloves. Yeah, so he was oh, giving man. everybody else who worked there uh, all these chocolate bars, which is really great. No, but it was a fully staffed bank. But um, but then the grocery stores are wild because the the sliding doors are now monitored by people and the sliding doors aren't automatic anymore. And mm. when you walk up, they pull it open like yeah. elevator doors. They pull it open. They allow one person in. And then when you walk in, they have a, like a, a towel and alcohol spray and they wipe down a cart for you or a, oh, bu- wow. or a buggy for you. And then they hand it to you. And then you go in and then they open the doors again. And one more person comes in. Like it's one at a time going into the, yeah. going into the grocery store. See, when store. I went yesterday, cause I went to Lining the store. And we do PC Express where you order online and you select the time slot that you want to go pick it up. Yeah. And then they just bring it to your car. So So I didn't have to get out of the car. I just went. I called the number and I was like, confirmation number. Yeah. And then they, like five, ten minutes later, they come out and they put it all in my trunk. I didn't have to get out of the car. At the cash out, they have Pexiglass now. Pexiglass? Like when I went to... What's Pexiglass? Sheet of the plasticky glass thing. What's it called? Pexiglass. Pexiglass. When I went to the rabba, yeah. they had the Pexiglass. Uh-huh. And the problem was I started... Oh, what is it again? It's what? Like, pla- like uh, it's like plasticky glass. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And I started speaking so loud because I was worried be, you couldn't hear me. Because it po- Could it possibly be Plexiglass? Pexiglass. No, <laughs> no, it's no. Pexy. Okay. <laughs> they, have, they have plexiglass, a plexiglass at the at the rabba? Yeah, a massive sheet of plexiglass. Really? And there's no hole to speak, which I guess would defeat the purpose of the plexiglass. <laughs> so you find yourself yelling at him. <laughs> what were you yelling? I'm like, can I get a Kinder Bueno? <laughs> You want to rabble for chocolate, bro? <laughs> Man, you know what, Maury? Like, we're just talking about you only leave when it's absolutely necessary, I okay? I didn't have no chocolate. Mocha ordered his groceries and sat and waited in a parking lot so they could deliver it to his car. Like, I, I went to the bank yesterday, made sure I touched nothing, and then I disinfected twice while I was in there. And you're up at Rabba getting Kinder Bueno? Yeah, but they have the Pexiglass, so I'm safe. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm good. It's a crazy time. It I'm is. I about this yesterday. When's the last time? Like, I know we talk about this all the time. Uh, just about what to do here and what people want from us and everything else. The tough part is, it's like, you don't want to talk about coronavirus all the time, but I, I just can't get over the fact that when's the last time every single like person in the entire world has gone through the same experience at the same time? Like, it's just so amazing to me that I, I can't stop thinking about it. And it's yeah. not like thinking about the virus or the whatever. It's just the fact that every person in the world is like living the same life as you are right now. Yeah. Or, tr- or trying to, to the best of their ability. 
Like, it's crazy. Cities are shut down. Yeah. Everybody, literally everyone has to I saw, stay indoors. I saw a video. I don't know if this is true or not, but in India, they're beating guys with sticks who leave the house. Yeah, dude. Did you the see cops, that? Yeah, the cops have sticks and everything. It's crazy. Whooping them. Like, yeah. it, it's like your mom. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. I saw some of the videos. Bro, I was having flashbacks when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like you when the streetlights came on and you were oh, still outside. Oh, <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. It's wild. It was like, what? what is it, 1.5 <laughs> yeah. billion people yeah, but, in uh, India? Yeah. Is it billion or million? You know, billion. Billion, yeah, right? Yeah. 1.5 billion yeah. uh, are asked to, to self-quarantine. Yeah, it's, That's a lot of people and, to lock down, man. And I'll tell you, I'm looking at the streets of India and all this news footage and they look more empty than the streets to Toronto do. That's true. Well, like, listen, they're getting it. They uh, they shut down the parks. That's what they had to do. Yeah. Over here, they had to shut down the parks. Yeah. The one in our area, it could have just been a coincidence. Yeah. The park was shut down, t- like tape, yellow taped off and everything, right? Yeah. And it could have just been a coincidence, but so I live in Aurora, so the town of Aurora had one of their vehicles driving by, right? right? And also a police car was driving through the neighborhood as well. It could have just been a coincidence in and around the area of uh, of where the park is. Right. Like, we're almost at the Hunger Games right now, you know? Like, if I told you last year that next spring you'd be fined $5,000 for taking your kid to the park. I know. In Toronto, you'd be like, come on. Like, that's we're almost at the running man right now. Yeah. You know? It's bad out there. It's yeah. really, really bad. No, but maybe the cops need sticks. Maybe that's the way to go. And you're not going to hurt somebody, but just like a good, where did your mama used to hit you with the stick? Oh, the like question, in the, in the, the in question the, should be like, where didn't she? <laughs> uh, where would like, be, where, where okay. could you, where could you, you get hit with, where could you, let me ask you this. Where okay. could you get hit with a stick yeah. that you will understand the point, but it would not do permanent damage? Your leg. Your leg. Yeah. Okay. Like the side, you. like the side of your thigh. Side thigh? I would say side thigh. Yeah, yeah. Because even if you get a little bruise, whatever, you wear pants. Yeah. Right? Because that's why I saw those, those Indian cops sitting say, guys. Because you know what? Getting a, a lash right on your thigh like yeah. that. It's a shock. <laughs> yeah. But you can walk it off. Yeah. And those guys in India, man, like they weren't even wearing like jeans. You know, like they wear these like, you know, with flowing robes. I saw this one guy in sandals and he's getting whipped. Yeah, it's like, like 100 degrees like, over there, Yeah, right? that's like, you know, he's like wearing a bathrobe and getting whipped, yeah. whipped right? Not even. No, it's like, let me like, prepare. Yeah. That's like wearing a fitted sheet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? Thank you. Yeah. No, but that's. I'm all for it, man. That's Listen. what it's come to. It's wild, man. It's the wild. cops in Toronto or right across Canada. Yeah. If they want to take a stick and start whooping. Yeah. Tell me where to sign up. I'm good. Yeah. I'll allow Be- that. Because you can't, you, you don't want to put hands on somebody. No, just follow right? all the rules. That's the thing is that you got these cops now in a position where I saw a woman fall on the street the other day. She was either drunk or something else going on with her. But she fell on the street and two guys were standing right there walking their dogs. And they just stood there. Oh, no, and, they didn't. No, they were like, are you okay? Oh. Are you okay? <laughs> and you nobody, nobody bent down to pick her up. Well, yeah, right? social distancing. Nobody wants to touch anybody right now. I know. So you just stand there and you're just like, are you okay? Yeah, wait for them I, to I answer. Wait for them to answer and wait for them to get up and then sort of walk away. But nobody's helping anybody up. You know, maybe we all need a stick. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the, uh, the new down. Apple 5G mm. phone looks like they're going to be delaying What's, that. What the hell's the 5G phone? 5G capabilities, sorry. What does that mean? iPhone's going to be, because our phones, uh, not all phones are 5G. But what makes it so different, though? I don't know, man. I got to get another phone? You may have to, I just got this new one. But it's weird because it didn't stop them. I guess maybe the plan had been 
in the works forever, for a while, because they just dropped the new MacBook Air recently. And, like, amidst all this stuff, all coronavirus, right? right? Even while the stores were all closed. This is, this, all of this, what I'm telling you right now, happened after Apple announced that all their stores are closed, but you could still place online orders. So they released a new iPad Pro, Uh, and they released a brand new uh, MacBook Air. Okay, let me ask you this question. I remember when we went from 3G to 4G. Yeah. Right? I didn't have to change my phone. We Neither went to 3G to 4G. So that's 4G. why I don't fully, fully understand. But all I know is that the new phone that Apple has that they want to debut yeah. or release, they've delayed the release of that because of coronavirus. Really? Yeah. But they haven't delayed 5G. No, 5G is still five. Like 5G is still out now. Does it exist right now? 5G? Yeah. Does it? I believe it does. On 5G? I mean, I don't have it on my phone yet. Some people in this world are already on 5G, oh, and here yeah. I am still on 4G. Yeah, you live in... Oh, man. man. Come on. Uh, and you just got your phone, too. Right. Huh? Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even go and sign up anywhere now. No, you can't. <laughs> Not allowed in. You can't go anywhere <laughs> at all. Yeah. No, so, I, don't, I don't get that. So how I much just, is this phone now? I have no idea. No, no, no idea. I don't even have any info. The only okay. reason why, because I was watching all these uh, reviews last night on the iPad... And the new MacBook Air. Yeah. Just all the all the YouTubers I follow. Yeah. So I was just watching all their videos last night. And then I heard the news this morning that the new phone is getting delayed in I'm, release. I'm telling you, I'm loving all these movies that are being released to on demand. Oh yeah. Were, yeah. We watched Doolittle Dude? last night. Did you did you like yeah, it? No, I hated it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I'll tell you what was weird about Doolittle. It sounded like the whole movie, every piece of dialogue was dubbed in after the fact. What do you mean? Like even Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, especially really? Robert Downey Jr. Huh. Yeah, it was weird. It, there was a real big disconnect huh. with the, the visuals and the sort of dialogue in the film that it really took you out of it. The animals are great and everything looked great and the story was fun. I really liked the Doolittle story, but the movie was just so disjointed and weird mm. that I, it was difficult to enjoy. Roxy loved it, but it was yeah. difficult to enjoy. Also, not in 5G. Maybe if it was in 5G, if I had 5G, <laughs> for God's sake... If I had the capability of even getting 5G right now, which I can't. We watched, um, what did we watch last weekend? We watched. Did you watch Invisible Man yet? That's what it was. Yeah. We watched Invisible Man. What did you think? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. It was, for 20 bucks? Right. Whatever, man. Thank Listen, you. Listen, I hope, like, if there's one, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. No. If there's one good thing that could come from all of this that we're all experiencing right now. Yeah is having movies that are released in the theater also be released on demand. Right. Because I would pay, I would probably rent a movie every single weekend. Totally. Absolutely. Right now, I go to the movies maybe twice a year. Yeah. But if they had all these new releases available on demand for 20 bucks, and you get 48 hours to watch it, I would watch a new movie every single weekend. Yep. There'd be no shortage of movies. No. And then with 5G, I might do that okay. if I can ever All get 5G. Right. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I guess Kathy Griffin was hospitalized with COVID-19 symptoms. No, really? Yeah. Everyone's getting it, huh? Yeah. No escaping yeah. it from Hollywood. No, it's wild. And then all the... Um, stuff yesterday with just Prince Charles and do you remember a little while ago it was like three weeks ago that Prince William was making fun of coronavirus do you remember that 
Oh, when they all met it was like, up, it was, like, right? it was like three. It was like three weeks ago. Prince William was at uh, I don't even know where it was. Like at some, I don't know. There was like a room full of dignitaries or whatever. Yeah, and he was doing the. It's a little bit blown out of proportion, though, right? Like talking to somebody and then making fun of like coughing and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that was like three weeks ago. Like that's no time, Listen, man. That's ev- that's no time. I know, but that's still wow. every. That's still everybody right now. I know, right? It's There's crazy. a lot of people right now who still feel the exact same way. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Kathy Griffin is the, uh, and I don't know if she's been tested. I don't think she's been tested, um, but she said that uh, she's in the hospital with uh, with COVID nineteen. She goes, uh, uh, oh, she's in the hospital. Yeah, though. she posted a picture of herself. She posted a picture of herself in the hospital. Huh. She's like, I was sent to the COVID nineteen isolation ward room in a major hospital ER from a separate urgent care facility while showing unbearably painful all cap symptoms. The hospital couldn't test me for coronavirus because uh, of the restrictions. Hashtag test, 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 test. She was replying to Donald Trump. So even from the hospital bed, she's still going in on Donald Trump. Yeah. Which is fine. Fair enough. I guess. <laughs> right. Why not? <laughs> you know, you hate somebody, you hate somebody, right? <laughs> you know, don't let the coronavirus stop. You still go in, man. Keep going in. You can't spit your words. Yeah. Actually, say your words. Don't spit your words. Yeah. No, exactly. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So tired. I think everybody's tired. I hear you. I stayed up too late last night watching stupid movies. Me too. I looked at the clock. I was like, 9.15? I looked what? at the clock. It was 11.45. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, Catherine... Uh, 9.15 I, we, is late bro, for me. We watched uh, We watched The Gentleman, that Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. We watched that movie. Is that good? Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. Right. It was a Guy Ritchie movie. Where you, that, by the end of it, you're like, what was the point of that? And then you're yeah. like, did I enjoy it? You're like, yeah. Sort of. You know? All right. Yeah, what's the point? But I enjoyed it. Much like most things I do. Uh, but it was good. And then Catherine uh, was talking to all her friends yesterday, just over like, there's a lot of Skyping and a lot of FaceTiming and yeah, all that yeah. everything else. And all her friends are sitting around going, oh my God, you got to watch uh, Tiger King. And Catherine bailed on Tiger King after one episode and had no interest in it. And then I just finished it on my own. Uh-huh. And now she wants to go back and start Tiger King. So I wound up watching a full episode of Tiger King last night before bed. Jeez. Again, I'm going to, I'm watching Tiger King twice in a week. Wow. Right? You the love whole- that. You love that show, huh? <laughs> it's not that I love it. It's just, it's fascinating to me. But then I find she's still not that interested in it. And then I find that I have to sit there and defend Tiger King or sell her on Tiger King as we're watching it. Right? It's like you're a producer on the show. Oh, my God. (laughs) And trying to sell those people to somebody who's not interested? No, no, you got to... Oh, that's the worst. Anyway, um, so Tiger King is all the rage right now. It's number one on everybody's Netflix. And like every great idea, Hollywood gets a hold of something and then they're going to ruin it. Oh, no. What now? So... Kate McKinnon is apparently cast to play Carol Baskin in an upcoming Tiger King docudrama. So they're making a dramatic series about the docuseries. Dramatic series. So they're going to take that great documentary and make a scripted version of that documentary starring Kate McKinnon. Oh, all right. Right? That's That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have one of Joe Exotic's songs there? Because you still are the Run the jungle. Let them roam. This isn't nearly 
as awful when you don't see the visuals for the video. So I haven't watched Tiger King yet. Yeah. And not understanding what this song is about or yeah. in reference to the show. Yeah. It does sound like a beautiful track. It just sounds like a guy who really likes tigers. Yeah. I'll tell you though, without seeing the video for this. It's actually not a bad track. <laughs> this is crazy. And what I, what I need you to do is Google the video for this song. Oh, okay. okay. And then you're going to watch that next. Because I think right Joe now you're Exotic thinking this is a great Exotic. song. It's beautiful. But it you, beautiful. You, need, you need to see the video that goes Joe along with this. Okay? Exotic. Okay. Oh, did you find the video? I did. Okay, press play. Press play okay. now and watch the video. And this you tell uploaded uh, June 11th, 2013. Yeah, and you tell oh. me if you still think this is a good song. All these cute little tigers, little baby tigers yeah. running around in the grass. Yeah. Like you, oh my God. Mocha's never seen uh, Joe Exotic before. Like within the first yeah, 10 seconds. <laughs> There's a guy uh, with a rifle. No, 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 don't shoot that tiger. Tell him that the tiger needs a little bit of love. All these little kitties. Let him run the jungle. Yo, he's wearing a tiger print shirt, too. Then stand back and He also has a Bro, you guys got the same pants. Look at them. Shut up. Shut Okay, no, I swear. I swear. Look at this guy's pants. And the same wallet chain and everything. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stop. Let me see your pants. Are you wearing black pants today? Yes. The tight, one, the tight ones? Yes. Hold on, let me press pause on this video. Yeah, okay, bro. This is the worst mistake. This is the Come worst here. mistake I ever made. This yeah. is the worst Look mistake that. I Look, ever made. It's the same pants. Oh my god, it's the same pants. Breaking news. Okay, it's the same pants. You shut up. You're wearing the same pants as Joe Exotic. Okay, this was the worst. I'm never, I'm never talking about. <laughs> I'm never talking about. Yo, it's the same pants, bro. Tiger King ever again. <laughs> Okay, shut up. Is that Just why stop. you wanted me to watch the video? No, it's not the reason why I wanted you to watch the video. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact okay. same pants. No, it's not. It really is. You're the worst. <laughs> Never mind. You, should, you shouldn't have brought attention. Oh, I, I, let me just do one more news story, okay? Of course. Mocha's a jackass. Uh, the end. Yo, you guys that's have the, the same shirt story. too, right? Shut black up. Shirt? Shut up. No, not that you're wearing now, but no, I've seen you wear no, this shirt No, we're never before. talking about Joe Exotic again if you're going to start making comparisons to his wardrobe to my wardrobe. Hold on. You definitely have that hat, you though. shut up, man. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I was just reading that uh, Kourtney Kardashian, yeah. her kid, who was 10, made Ooh. an Instagram account. Wait, the 10-year-old, that is yeah, the boy? Uh, Mason. Uh, Mason. Mason, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he made, Yo, he's 10? Yeah, so he's 10. Yeah, Damn. exactly, right? So he made a, he has an iPad that he does for schoolwork. And I guess he made a, an Instagram account on the iPad and uh -huh. then did an IG live. <gasps> okay. And during the IG live, fans were asking him like personal questions <gasps> like, are Kylie and Travis back together? Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, man, they're not. Because that's, <gasps> no. that's what all the headlines are. No, Kylie and Travis are not back together. Oh, Mason, how are you gonna snitch on your family like right? that? But also, he's the only time. Yeah, and then and what then so know? and then so the mom, Courtney, yeah, uh, does a full Instagram live. She was talking to one of her friends, and she because at first when she found out that he is ten and has the IG account, she just suspended it when yeah. she found out. Then Good. he reactivated it, oh. and now she's deleted it altogether. Oh wow! Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ten no. years old on IG. No, Kylie and Travis are not back together. Oh damn! 
spilling family secrets like wow. that to people. I can't believe that right? kid is 10. I remember when he was like, like I know them. Uh, like a baby <laughs> baby just watching the show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he's 10 on IG. No, Carly and Travis are not back together. Oof, can't do that. In the truth, though. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Aha. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Big Brother Canada season eight. They canceled production on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, and there are no plans, they say, to resume production at any time. There's a new episode tonight, yeah, and then one next Wednesday, and then that's it. But I will say this, no one out of all of the four episodes that, that's aired, everyone's been self-evicting anyways. Really, huh? How yeah. many people are self-evicting? There's now uh, four. Really? Because in the last episode, one of the girls was like, I want to go home. Please what, vote me to go home. What is with casting all these people that don't want to see it through? That's I know. Crazy. It's just, it's everyone wants to go home. And I know everybody's like, well, what's the problem? Because they're isolated anyway. But the yeah. problem is that show requires an incredible production staff to go in every day and build the challenges and to go in sure. and clean the place and, and to risk. deliver the food. And so, yes, the house guests are sequestered, but nobody else in that production is. And they all wind up touching things and being a part of what's going on in that house. Mm -hmm. And so if you did have it, it would spread to everybody in that house immediately. And they're stuck in there. And they're stuck in there. So they, so they canceled production. Oh, so they're already quarantined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, no word on whether they, they didn't fast track some sort of finale, did they? I think the reason why they're not airing it, my opinion, the reason they're not airing it on Sunday like they normally would is yeah. because I think that from home, because Arissa Cox is self-isolating at home and right. filming from home. Yeah. I she's think the host, they did, right? She's yeah. the host. Yeah. And I think that they did film something to end it. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Uh, Sean Mendez donated $175,000 to sick kids. Hey! Uh, so that's good news on him. Lady Gaga postponed her album. We know that. But what uh, she also revealed yesterday was that she had a uh, surprise set planned for Coachella this year, which was also canceled. Really? So, so yeah, so Gaga was going to show up at Coachella, which just would have been awesome. So. Yeah, but what does canceling her album have to do with COVID or anything? Or she didn't say. Uh, um, well, no, yeah. Here's the thing is that she I think... She said that it's not the right time. Yeah, so I think that what is happening is that she had all of this stuff planned, big surprise shows and everything else gotcha. at, at the release of the record. And Dang. I think that she still wants to sort of follow through with that. She has a big grand bit. plan. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And I think that it's more than just releasing the album. I think that it's everything else that comes with releasing the album. Uh, when we talk about essential services, you wonder, especially on the list that they passed for Ontario of like where it seemed everything was an essential service. Uh, one thing that we learned recently that is not an essential service are Peeps. Huh? Just Born, the name of the company that makes Peeps. You know those little marshmallows? Oh, like yeah. Peeps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For a popular Easter They time. just announced that they're stopping production at their factories in Pennsylvania because of, quote, rapidly evolving COVID-19 situation. Oh, no. So no yeah. Peeps this Easter? Well, no. They said there's still going to be Peeps, but there's not going to be an unlimited amount of Peeps. Oh. So don't hoard Peeps, okay? Yeah. Make sure everybody gets don't, their don't Peeps. Don't stockpile. Don't panic. Buy all your Peeps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please don't panic up buy all your peeps. Um, Oprah has instead been living in the guest house because he isn't taking coronavirus seriously. Oh no, really? 
You get it. So she unlocked him from the basement and put him in the, in the pool house outside? Yeah. Here's Oprah talking about that. Stedman is at the guest house because Stedman did not arrive from Chicago until Thursday. So Stedman's like, what's the procedure for coming home? The procedure is, you ain't coming in sleeping in my bed. Literally, Ariana, he goes, I'm not. I go, oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. Have you not been paying attention to the news? Social distancing doesn't mean you're going to go sleep in the bed with the person. <laughs> when you have just got off American Airlines. We cannot play those games. So we're taking it very seriously. You know, my friends say, oh, isn't Stedman upset? Oh, no, he's not. He really is. He's happy to make me safe. Wow, he's happy to make me safe. Hey, I have a question. She loves sitting around chastising him with all her girlfriends, huh? Big time. I have a question. <laughs> Stedman, right? Yeah. Because I only know him as Stedman, as yeah. the world does. Yes. Is Stedman his first name or his last name? His first name. It's his first name. Yes. Is it, well, like, what's his last name? I don't know. It's Stedman Graham. Stedman Graham. Oh, yes, Graham. thank you. Mark. I thought you were going to say Stedman Stedman. Uh, there's a Swiss hotel offering a luxury quarantine package. Okay. Uh, other hotels are doing this too. There's hotels in Australia that are offering 14-day quarantine packages where they're offering rooms with guaranteed balconies. So if you wow. if you live in a place that doesn't have outdoor space and you can't leave the house, you can go and stay at some of these hotels for 14 days. But this one, Le Bijou, uh-huh. is a high-end Swiss hospitality company, and they're launching a COVID-19 service package, a customizable stay with add-ons such as in-room coronavirus testing wow. and 24-hour Seven days a week, doctor and nurse care if you need it. Wow. Before the outbreak, the Bijou catered to very high-end clientele with rooms between $800 and $2,000 per night. Uh The in-room treatments can be purchased a la carte. Coronavirus testing is available for $500. Twice daily nurse check-ins for $1,800 a day. And the -the round-the-clock nurse care for $4,800 a day. So imagine your... What? uh, Yeah, imagine your coronation right now. $2,000 a night for the hotel, $500,000 for the coronavirus test, and $4,800 a day for around-the-clock nurse and doctor care. Well, where do I sign up? <laughs> uh, Prince Charles has tested positive for coronavirus. The Prince of Wales um, tested positive, and uh, he had been displaying mild symptoms, but uh, otherwise remains in good health. Uh, Camilla has also been tested, but does not have the virus. Just moments ago, uh, Dammit Maury spoke with uh, Omid Scobie, a royal insider for Harper's Bazaar, ABC, and uh, Good Morning America. Okay, what is the latest and what is the news on Prince Charles and COVID-19? Well, we just had the shocking news today from Clarence House that Prince Charles has tested positive for COVID-19. They do stress that he has mild symptoms and is currently in good health. But of course, this is a shock to everyone within the royal family. They have been self-isolating from each other for some time now. But of course, it does raise questions about the health of everyone else. Uh, He actually tested for COVID-19 on Monday evening after showing milestones over the weekend. And he had the results late last night. So, of course, the first question everyone has is, how is the Queen? And I just got off the phone with Buckingham Palace and they say that she herself remains in good health. She last saw Charles after an investiture on the morning of the 12th of March and just following all the appropriate appropriate advice with regard to her welfare. So it seems like that it is contained within the royal family, but of course it is a difficult time for everyone. 
Uh, a new poll has found that roughly one in five Canadians will run out of money before the end of the month. This is a terrible oh story. Oh, my God. As uh, the COVID-19 becomes an economic crisis. Um, the Dart Maru poll conducted for the Financial Post found that about 33% of Canadians could survive for a year with no government help, but many of them are retired or close to retirement and can live off their savings. The poll shows that 21% of people would blow through their savings within a month. Over the last week, more than 900,000 Canadians applied for EI. Uh, I want to go, but let's go back to um, uh, Brady Sluder. Who's that? Brady Sluter was the, you have the clip in there. Brady Sluter was the uh, Gen Z spring breaker down in Miami who went viral for saying, if I get Corona, I get Corona because he wasn't going to let it stop his partying. Yeah. If you remember this clip, this was, uh, where is it? It's a, what, tell him what it's called more. It's in there somewhere. Isn't it? Yeah. Help him look for it. it Yeah. This morning. Anyway, so Brady Sluter. Is oh, okay, you, you, here. You, you got, I got it? it yeah. Okay, here we go. I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had the strip playing. Two, three months. So we're just having, having a good time. Right. So if I get Corona, I get Corona. Yeah. And he was out on the street with just like flushed cheeks, like drunk off his ass at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, well, now he is apologizing. On Instagram, the Spring Breaker wrote, I wasn't aware of the severity of my actions and comments. I'd like to take the time to own up to the mistakes I've made and apologize to the people I offended. He goes on to say that he felt invincible like many other people his age. Our generation may feel invincible like they like I did when I commented, but we have a responsibility to listen and follow recommendations in our communities. I will continue to reflect and learn from this and continue to play for uh, continue to pray for our well-being. I deeply apologize uh, from the bottom of my heart for my insensitivity and unawareness of my actions. As written by a lawyer. The unawareness of my actions. That's a really weird Can way I to say all those words, man. read this to you? Yeah, please. The University of Tampa in Florida confirmed that five college students have tested positive for the coronavirus after traveling together during a recent spring break trip. Yes. They've been notified that five of their students traveling together for spring break tested positive Dude, for now COVID-19. That we're, all, we're only a couple of days in from all these people getting back from spring break. Yeah. Like those numbers are going to jump, man. Huge. Huge numbers. Yeah. We're looking at from everybody who traveled back from spring break. Uh, listen to this quick uh, Britney Spears clip. So uh, Britney was trending all night last night, and um, she is uh, getting involved in the do your part hashtag. This is Britney doing her part. So our world is going through such hard times right now, and my sister just nominated me to um, help people, whether it's with food or I'm getting your child diapers or whatever it is. DM me, and I will help you out. Oh, wow. Right. DM me, and I'll help you Damn, out. Good for you, Britney. There you go. I like that. Uh, City of Toronto is closing all parks uh, amenities and playgrounds. Um, this is a huge step. So green spaces uh, will still be accept- accessible, but playground structures uh, with fencing and gates will be locked. 
uh, unfenced areas will be taped off. Playgrounds, sports fields, uh, baseball and tennis courts, off-leash dog parks, skateboard parks, BMX parks, picnic areas, outdoor exercise equipment and other park amenities as well as the parking lots attached to these places. Can't even get swallowed to park no more. No, uh, violators could be fined up to $5,000 for accessing a closed city-owned park amenity. That is huge. Uh, Currently, there are 1,500 parks with over 800 playgrounds across Toronto. Uh, The Federal Quarantine Act is now enacted in Canada. The government announced in the unprecedented move in the fight to stop the spread of coronavirus. Uh, The order means all travelers returning to Canada are legally required to go into self-isolation for 14 days. The maximum penalties for defying the order include a fine of up to $750,000 and six months in jail. Yo, $750,000? That's a lot. The maximum penalties for defying the order include a fine of up to $750,000 and six months in jail. Keep your ass at home, everyone. Divorce rates, we talked about this. Everybody was talking about how uh, 10 months from now there's going to be a baby boom, but also 10 months from now there's going to be massive spikes in divorce rates, and that's already happening. Uh, some divorce attorneys are reporting experiencing a 50% rise in requests from potential clients. According to one New York City divorce attorney, William Zabel, whose former clients include Matt Lauer and Howard Stern, uh-huh. uh, his company has received many calls in the past week from wow. people seeking separations We've for divorce only proceedings. only been in isolation for two weeks. Yes, sir. He it's says, only been two weeks, yes, people. He says uh, people who have enjoyed busy lives suddenly find themselves confined together uh, at a time of incredible anxiety. He said that he expects a number of high-profile divorce cases in the coming months because when you get to those high-profile divorces, yeah. uh, you know, guys like Matt Lauer saying, although Matt Lauer was into some terrible things and did some terrible things, but Matt Lauer's family lived for the most part on Long Island. But during the week when he was doing the Today Show, he had a condo in the city. Right. Right. So they, they weren't spending a lot of time together. So now what you're having is a lot of these people who are so used to not spending every day with their partner are now spending every day with their partner. And this probably second. hasn't happened to people in years. So house on Long Island. Yeah. But condo in the city. Yes. Exactly like Steve Carell's character from the morning show. Yes. Mansion, yeah. not in the city. Yeah. Condo, in the city. But, but so many people have that routine. Huh. Like, there are so but many people that But remember they were saying, like, routine. oh, in the morning show, that the Steve Carell character. Yeah. They were like, it's not based on that. Oh, of course it is. But it's also based on everybody because they all had that same system. I guess, They all yeah. have the big house with the family on Long Island or wherever else, New Jersey. And then they all have the condo in the city. Mm. But uh, but yeah, so he's, he's saying that uh, he's expecting uh, a massive spike in high-profile divorces. it's only been two weeks. Look at Maury just put his hand up. I'm right there. <laughs> I'm right there. It's only been two weeks, Maury. <laughs> no, it's done. You're done? <laughs> Hold on. It's only been two weeks, but you still come, come in here come in for here. a few hours every morning. So it's not like you're at home all the time. You try and stay in a small condo all day with your your spouse. That is torture. Now, here's my... (laughs) (laughs) It's only been two weeks, man. Oh, my God. I I I have a question. Are you finding it harder to be alone with Matthew or is Matthew finding it harder to be alone with you? He's finding it harder to be alone with me. He is. Because, like, I always ask, like, can I use the computer for five minutes? And that's like asking him to donate a kidney. Right. So it's so he's And I'm like, what do difficult- you want for lunch? He's like, oh, figure it out for yourself. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you better get Matthew that number real quick. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Do you like driving into work? Do I like driving into work? Yeah, I don't mind driving into work. Yeah, yeah, yeah I you like know, it. So ever since all this started, coronavirus, That's you've been right. driving into work. Alone, without Maury. Alone, yes. because traditionally for the past like eight years now, yes. Damon Maury has been driving you to work. That's right. And now you've been doing it solo. Yeah. This may be the end. I don't, I don't know He's about so that. Crushed. He's so crushed. Are you so crushed, crushed. Come here. Come here. Jump on real quick. We'll <laughs> get a couple minutes. Why not? This is, this is You're news. like real. This is news. You're really upset, huh? Legitimately. Don't like start cracking wines here. No, Legitimately. it's like it hurts a What lot. hurts? Why? Because it's like the only time I have with you, like just us together. And I savor those moments because it's like, you know, like a moment where I could be like, oh my God, we actually are friends. And <laughs> but if why, you take that away, I'm like, what else do but, I but have? Why do you think that, but why do you need a moment alone though? Because you're always you? busy during the day. So it's just no, like no, I get your undivided no, 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 attention. But nobody else gets alone moments with me. I know that's why it's special. Oh, okay, I got well, you. Well, Catherine now. does. Well, but no, I mean, I mean, nobody outside of Catherine or my kid. Right. So it's it's, gets it's kind of cool. Like it's oh my, I could say anything. You can't leave. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. I know. But what if it? But what if it stays? But what if? What if moving forward it stays this way? What if moving forward I start driving myself in every morning? No, that that would just be too traumatic. Like I would just, it would be crushing. Why though? Because like for. Nine years. Nine years. Think about that. Yeah. Nine years. Yeah. It's almost 10 years. Nine yeah. years. <laughs> okay. Don't say nine years anymore. We know. Yeah, I get it. Nine years. It's a long time. Yeah. Almost, almost We know after years. nine comes 10. Yeah. Almost we get 10 it. years. Right. Yeah. So nine years. Yeah. Like it's just like every day, 300 and some days, you do the math. Okay. That's yeah. a lot of you alone time. Yeah. You do the math. It's yeah. not no, you do the math. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't literally, like, yeah. don't arrest me or anything. Okay. But, like, do I have to, like, hurt your tires or something just so what that you can hurt you your tires? What are you my truck? What are you talking like, about? Like, to force you to have to come into my car? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're wondering why I'm thinking about driving myself in, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. All right, fellas, are we ready to uh, answer some questions? Yes, please. Some fan questions via Instagram. Uh, Rezzy, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing great. Did I say your name right? Is it Rezzy or Reezy? It's actually Sonia, but I just call myself Son Reezy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Sonia. Uh, what's your question? So my question was, is there a hobby that you guys have always wanted to take up, but you never had the time or the courage to? For example, oh, like, do you have one? Okay, so for Black Friday, I had bought a sewing machine and I finally took it out during all this quarantine self-isolation self time. Oh, really? What are you, yeah. you, you going to make? Honestly, it's a lot harder than it looks I and YouTube is not helping. So if there's anyone looking to make some money after all this is over, please teach me. <laughs> uh, I can sew. Can you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really well? Yeah, like with like with a machine and everything. Uh -huh. I can I can I can spool a bobbin. I can thread oh, wow. a machine. I know all the different stitches. Yeah. Yeah, I learned when I was young. I learned how to sew. Um, the problem with taking up sewing right now is that if you get into it, anywhere that you will want to buy fabric or supplies are all closed. Yeah, so I have some at home, which is good to practice with. I can practice the seams and, you know, just basic stitching and straight lines. But yeah. when it actually comes to, you know, start making things in patterns, that's where I'm like stuck. Wow. Uh, what is it that you have in your mind, Sonia, that you 
like want to attempt like you see yourself sitting at that sewing machine what's the article of clothing or the one item that you're looking to make i think for now i just want to learn how to do basic alterations okay. and buttons and zippers and just stuff that i feel like people overcharge me for yeah that's Aww. that's life that's why you know i'll say everybody should learn how to run a sewing machine everybody should learn how to install a chandelier everybody should learn how to switch out a toilet everybody should learn how to hook up a dishwasher you know like all those things are very simple to do but they're all those things that people will overcharge you for for the rest of your life exactly yeah yeah no good for you good for you are there anything mocha do you have anything are are there is there anything that you've ever wanted to pick up uh, but you just haven't because of either money or time or yeah um i would say more home improvement, like bigger projects. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know how to swap out a toilet. I know um, how to change like a light fixture. I know how to swap out like a a switch. Mm -hmm. I know like all the basic, basic stuff. Yeah. Right. But things like hanging drywall, for example. Right. I would be absolutely terrible at. right? Right. There have been some home improvement projects that I've attempted and then had to run out to Home Depot to go get something to fix up the thing that I screwed up right. and then try again. Yeah. Right? Like fixing a one-inch hole in drywall is easy. Fixing a foot and a half hole in drywall is very difficult. Oh, yeah. yeah. There like, was like one pat- like recently. Patching drywall is not, uh, it's not, it's not easy. But but once you know how to do it, it's easy. Oh, for easy. sure. There yeah. was one, like speaking of drywall, recently at the house that we were living at before we moved into this one now, um, there was a light fixture that had to be taken down and the hole that was left in the ceiling was a bigger task than I had ever had to patch before. Right. And I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, well, I'm not going to pay somebody to come here just for, it's a bigger patch than what I'm used to, but small enough that a handy man, handy woman, a handy person mm-hmm. would not, it wouldn't be worth their time to no, come and, and fix. No, and that's when they get overcharged for so something. Then, small exactly. Jobs. So then I called my dad. I'm like, dad, I need your help because my yeah. dad is a genius, knows everything, yeah. right? Yeah. And he came over. He's like, I can fix that. Yeah. And he helped me out and he showed me. Yeah, and that's the way That's the way to do it. More, is there anything that you, any pottery. skills? Pottery. Pottery would be so cool. I would love to learn how to make like a bowl. Pottery is, have you ever, have you ever hit a wheel? Like, no, have I've you never ever hit done? a wheel. God damn, pottery's hard, man. Is really? Pottery is... But our un- ancestors used to do it without the wheel. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that is centering your clay on a wheel and manipulating it and getting it to look like something that resembles the thing that you might have had in your head is a very unforgiving task because mm. you will get all the way to the sort of end and you're almost there and then all of a sudden it all falls apart but on you. But to me more, and, it looks so easy. And it doesn't fall apart in a way that's fixable. It falls I, apart in a way of where it is completely destroyed. And you have to start again? And you have or to is start, it at the point where you can't start again? No, no. You, well, I guess you and, can and, and, if it's clay, Well, right? and oftentimes you can't even use that clay anymore. So oh, you have to just add more water? No, no, because it has to maintain. Like the, everything is balance in pottery, right? Yeah. Everything in pottery is about balance. And when, and it's, so it's, it's a, it's a water to clay ratio. It's how dry it is to how wet it is. It's, it's the balance of, it's, it's, it's the balance of pressure. Every, everything in pottery is balance. And when you do manage to get something that resembles a bowl or a cup or whatever it is, the feeling you get is incredible because to get to that achievement is nobody does it the first time, right? Nobody does it their second time. You just completely in a minute squashed my dream. No, but what I'm saying is that this is why it's worth taking up. 
is because it's not easy. And if you get good at it, yeah. okay, then all of a sudden you have, like, it's not like you just did something for the afternoon. In order to make a bowl and pottery, you have to learn. You have to get good. And once you get good, you have that skill. And then you just add that skill to your backpack. And you're like, okay, I can throw down on a wheel. And then you're on to the next thing. That and painting. painting. Like I would love, like not painting a wall. Like I wish I was better at art. Right. So that'd be super cool. I remember I went camping once and I, brought out a chair, I sat by the lake and I bought a little thing at the dollar store, a little canvas or whatever. Mm -hmm. And boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, drawing a lawn is really hard. Yeah, yeah. It's no. not just put green. Yeah, well, that's like, there's a talent to that, right? Like, you know, totally. if you don't, if you, that's <laughs> something you can't teach. You know, you can't teach that kind of talent. You can learn the skills, but you can't learn the talent. So, Sonia, are you going to, now that you took the sewing machine out from storage or wherever it was, uh, are you going to finally, like, take it out of the box and start using it? So I've set it up, and I've been practicing a little bit, but I'm determined to get good at it somehow. You should, and 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 that's that's another thing that when you can actually sew something that looks like something, and it, and it almost doesn't even look homemade anymore, you know, that is a great accomplishment. It really is, and you will feel so proud of yourself when you get to that point. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so tired of people overcharging me. I'm like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it well. Good yeah. for you. Of course you are. You're going to you, do it. You sew them who's boss. Like, okay, you, yeah. know, okay, you know how skinny my jeans are, right? Yes. Okay, so like really, like, like, really, tight, like really super, super tight. tight. Okay, but you have to understand that in 1988, it was very difficult for a regular kid to go into a store to get jeans that were this tight. They just didn't make them. They didn't exist. And so I wore jeans like this, this tight in 1988, because I learned how to sew. And I learned how to sew because I wanted tight-ass jeans. <laughs> I just right? don't understand how you're not gay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted, no, because no, everybody wore tight jeans back then, but it was super masculine. Like, it wasn't a gay thing. Like, you wanted to run a hair salon, you you knew yeah. how to sew, you wore yeah, but tight that was, jeans. But more, you have to understand, it was all about picking up chicks. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, it wasn't about it's anything so else. Like, yeah, but I wanted super tight jeans jeans and I wanted to be able to make my own jean jackets and stuff. So that's, I learned how to sew because I couldn't buy rock star clothes at Stone Road Mall in Guelph, right? They just, just didn't exist. It was Randy River or nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe blue notes. They didn't have a beaver canoe. No, no, they had nothing. Right. Hey, so Sonia, all the best. Uh, good luck with your project. And maybe we'll check back in with you or maybe you reach out to us and let us know how the sewing oh, thing be is awesome. going. Okay. Yeah, be great. Thank you guys. You All right, take Love care. you. Love you, Love you too. The other thing I really want to learn, but I'm a little bit intimidated, yeah. is doing a backsplash. Because the one thing about home improvement stuff that mm -hmm. I am absolutely terrible at mm -hmm. is measurements. Getting things, because oh, you wow. have to be specific with what you're measuring. And yeah. I know doing a backsplash, I'd probably run through so much tile that I've screwed up in cutting. Yeah that it would not be worth it at the end of the day. Uh, I was, we had a carpenter, a guy who lives uh, close to me. He's uh, great with wood. He's, he's a fantastic carpenter. <laughs> and the way that they measure things uh -huh. is like, first of all, they're perfect and it's, and it's crazy. It's frustrating. Uh, but the way that they measure things is that if they're doing like in feet and inches, if he needs... 22 and three eighths inch and just like a little bit more. Do you know what they call that little bit more? So Why? he's like, only he's like, he'll oh, say to the guy. So he'll go to the guy and he's like, give me a 28 three eighths and a, well, I have to write it down because I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh no. Super offensive, right? Yeah, hold on here. <laughs> hold on, I'll write it down for you. Just write, just write. <laughs> okay, so they say, give me uh 28 in 28 and uh three eighths inches and a, and that's what they that's what they say. <laughs> that's the word they use for a little bit more. So imagine how thick that is, and that's how that's how much extra that's how much extra he wants. Yeah, that, that's that's how much extra he wants. Freaking old timers, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how much extra they want more. <laughs> <laughs> and they throw this around yeah, like, like they'll the, yell it, yeah. right? <laughs> Because part really? of their everyday yeah. vocabulary, yeah, man. It's part of, yeah, that's what they. That's when they want that little bit extra. That's the term they I'm use. I'm surprised the thing that the hobby that Mocha doesn't want to pick up versus swimming. Well, that's just a life skill, yeah. survival survival skill, right? That uh, you have to learn how to swim. I will eventually. You have a pool in your backyard. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yes, that's so rich, guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how can you have a pool? And you're like, I don't need that. You can't swim. My wife swims. Yeah. Does right? she? Does she yeah. use it a lot? Yeah. Yeah. My wife swims. My sister in law swims. Yeah. My mother in law swims. Like, you're like my dad Kim, swims. You're like Kim Kardashian. Oh yeah, Kim Kardashian. doesn't. She's swim. never used that pool yeah. that they have at the house. But what about when Cruz is older and he's like, "Daddy, come swim with me," and you're like, "I can't." No, that's what moms are for. <laughs> ZZ asks, oh, for you, Roz, yeah. if you, uh, ZZ wants to know if you still wear fancy socks while you're in quarantine. Do I? Because for a long time, yeah, you went without wearing any socks. Yeah, but in home. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Well, yeah, I mean, when I'm wearing socks, they're, they're usually fancy socks. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yes, no, I, I am. I, I haven't gone because I still, we still come in here every day. So I'm not like a lot of other people who are, you know, doing their outfit of the week pictures on, uh, on social media because nobody's changing their clothes. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but no, I'm still I'm still getting dressed in the morning. I still put the socks on, nice socks. Uh, but yeah, no, I am still wearing fancy socks during quarantine. Yes, is the answer. Julia wants to know who can raise their eyebrow the highest. Oh, interesting. Can mm. you do both eyebrows or just one eyebrow at the same time? No, no, no. Like, can you lift one at a time? Either the other one. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can only do one. My brother only can one? do both. Yeah, it drives me nuts. Which one? I can do see. my right. You're right. Okay, try your left. I can't do my left at all. Try. No, no I can't. I'm telling you, I'm trying right now. I can't no, do that. I can't Your do it. Your face isn't doing anything. I know, but I can't. I know. I just go like this. Yeah. I don't have that thing where I can do it on the left. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's so weird. Yeah. Can you? I can, can raise you? this one. The yeah, right? Okay, right. Can you raise the left? Can you raise your left? I have to help it a bit. No, no, no. no, no. You can't. Just, just try it. No, I just have to tap it to remind it's there. I wonder no. if, like, because yeah. you're right-handed. Damn, more you're right-handed. Wait, which one? Oh, what am I doing? You're doing I your left. The left. I wonder if it's based on, um, like, which hand you write with. Because I can do left better than I could do right. I think that you think that you can do it better, but they look the exact same. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, Is it yeah. up? Boss move. Yeah. No, no. I. Uh, so who can lift it higher? I don't know how we can tell. Shem, come in here for a second. You, we need a judgment call on who can lift their eyebrow the highest. Oh, man, I wish we had, like, a measuring tape or something. Well, there's, how do you measure? Like, what do you measure? From hairline? If that's the case, I Maury would win because he's got the biggest distance. <laughs> yeah, but you have a bigger head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the question was, Shem, uh, hello, by the way, Shem. Hello, hello, welcome, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Just use a piece of paper and hold it up to Mocha's face. No, just a judgment call. Just, just a judgment use call. my eyes. Yeah, just cool? a judgment call. Okay. Okay. The question was, who can lift their eyebrow the highest? Okay. One okay. eyebrow, single eyebrow, not double eyebrow. Okay. So I'll go okay, first. Okay, so Mocha okay, will go first, yep. yeah. Okay. Okay, now Maury. Okay. Okay, now I'll go. Oh. Uh, can I see Mocha again? Okay, Roz, you're third. 
Third. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. No. Third. Get out of here. Wait, who's first then? Who's first? So now it's between me and Maury. I'm going to have to give this to Maury. No. Ew. Come on. Gross. Hey, thanks, for, yeah. thanks for joining us, Sean. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> it's because Maury's so judgy because he's always giving that face to waitstaff. <laughs> uh, Patrick wants to know. I don't have an answer for this, but Patrick wants to know, uh, what's the strangest thing you've seen in a men's locker room? My dentist. <laughs> Nude? Yeah. Yeah, you saw your dentist nude? Yeah. yeah. That's weird. That's weird. And he came over and was like standing there talking to me about my teeth and my gum line uh, and the results of my x-ray. And I'm like, you know, there's a time and a place for things. You know, I never got over from when I was a kid. I never got over seeing my grade six teacher's pubic hair when we had to change for swimming. Huh? And the, and the teacher would just change with us. Is oh, that allowed? Really? Yeah, we all just, yeah, because that's what we had, because the pool was at my school, right? So you had yeah. to do swimming was part of gym. And uh, we all just used to change in you one room. can't do that now. No, we all used to change in one room. There's no change rooms. It looked like, like you know, like the area where like kids change for hockey, where it's yeah. like wooden benches with uh -huh. hooks on the wall? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. where we change for swimming. But one would really? assume the teacher would just come prepared because to be more appropriate. No, because they made you shower afterwards and then they stood oh. there and watched you shower. They no, watched they you shower. Yeah. <gasps> well, they monitored you, you showering. Like you had to take a shower afterwards. And the teacher wow. showered? Too? No, see, every the boys, we all showered with like our swimsuits on, uh -huh. right? But the teacher didn't. The what? Teacher, the teacher would shower nude. See, that's just weird. Yeah? Yeah. And it was allowed, huh? It was like there was no it was question. Just it was just like a normal thing. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. what was up with the teacher's puke? He just had a lot of it. And I was oh. in grade six well, and I didn't have that much, right? right? Yeah. You know, at that time. And it was the most pubic hair I'd ever seen in my life. I think and maybe... I never, and I never got over that. I never got over the shock of just seeing, you know, like, <laughs> just wet, like, yeah, just your, yeah, te your teacher's pubes. <laughs> you could never look at your teacher the same way after that. No, Strangely, you've dentist. seen it in a men's... Actually, you know what? I would say somebody's underwear, like, yeah. on the floor. Right. Just like laying there on the floor. I'm like, when you show up at a gym yeah. and you have a gym bag and you're changing in and out of your clothes, you know what articles of clothing that you have when you get there and then when you leave. Mm -hmm. How could you forget an article of clothing like because, that? Because they wear one pair of underpants to work out and then when oh, they get I guess dressed, then, they change them. Yeah. And one yeah. when they're uh, back in their bag. Uh, do, I don't know. Maybe if you're, the women can help me out with this one. But uh, I don't think women do this in the, in the change room. I think this is only men. Um, women don't blow dry their crotch, right? Men will. They do? Yeah. You know what? Men take the blow dryer and they blow dry their I've, I've seen that before. Yeah. 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 I've There's, seen that. Gyms have signs up. That, that say what? That, don't do it? No, yeah. That, that the, the, the hair dryers are for like head hair. Yeah. Please don't dry any other parts of your anatomy with the hair dryers. Really? Yeah. Like, and I, I used to work out at a place where it was completely normal. Like, uh, no joke, completely normal to walk into the gym and see three guys at the counter where the sinks are. Yeah. Each of them had a hair dryer and one foot up on the counter. <laughs> Blow drying their Really? Yeah. Normal. And That's talking. It's got to feel nice, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? sure, yeah, yeah. It's got to feel nice. I imagine nice. it does feel nice. I've never blow-dried mine. <clears throat> no. 
I've seen that a lot. I used to see that all the time. As a Give joke. me some ideas, yeah. guys. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Mayor asks, is there a movie that really taught you a life lesson that you cannot wait to show your kids when they are older? Jeez. I always think back to Rocky, Rocky 1. Yeah. Like, you could be yeah. real great at something. Yeah. You're not always going to be the winner. Like, at, right. spoiler alert, at the end of Rocky 1, he does not win against Apollo Creed. Right. He gets his ass whooped. He put up a wicked fight and earned the respect of everybody that was watching that fight, mm -hmm. but he didn't win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what made Rocky so great. That's what made that movie so great is that it's one of the most inspirational films. It's so brilliantly written. It's so brilliantly acted, and it's legendary, and... Uh, it's a movie where the hero goes through this massive journey and at the end of it, he loses. Yeah. He doesn't win. And you, you don't see that often yeah. in, in movies, especially now. Heroes have to win. You know, you, the, the audience won't stand for a movie where the hero loses. And that's what made Rocky so great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm with you on Rocky. It's just a, it's a, just a beautiful movie. I love that movie. Maury? I, I did, the only thing I can come up with is like A League of Their Own where it just taught me, it's one of my favorites, it just taught me, like, teamwork and togetherness. Yeah. It was and a league of your own that taught you that? Yeah. Interesting. And mm. togetherness and, and the importance of friendship. Weren't you, like, already kind of grown yeah. when that movie came out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a league of their own is, like... That's 90s, right? But yeah, Moke and I are talking about a movie that we were, like, four when that movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known all those things you were, by the time were, A League of Their Own came out. You were in your teens, <laughs> late teens. What, time, what year did A League of Your Own come out? Wasn't it 1993 uh, or 94? Let's see. Here. What year were you born? 78. 78. 1992. Yeah. 92. So, right. and, and this was cool because it was the so same year I went yeah, to Israel. And yeah, it was the same year I went to Israel and I had to put all of what I learned from A League of Their Own into effect. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> so all those skills you learn from a league of your yeah, own. Yeah, when I yeah. went on this youth excursion to Israel and yeah. into the desert and stuff, that it taught me the importance of let's all work together here. Yeah, and <laughs> did it? Did it like it worked though? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, it was very popular. I used to do news updates for the group. Now, did you tell people, guys, just like League of Their Own, or <laughs> no? <laughs> Don't you guys remember in the movie when Gina Davis said this? <laughs> there's no crying in the desert. Yeah, no, there's lots of crying in the desert, Maury. <laughs> Ashley asks, how would Roz feel down the road if Roxy's partner started calling him a smooth, cool dude? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <sighs> and it's, oh, God. Yo, if there's anything on the Roz and Mocha show for the past 10 plus years that has stuck, yeah. like really, <laughs> really stuck with the show uh -huh. and with the audience, yeah. is calling you a smooth, cool dude. I know. It took off like nothing else we we've can't, ever done. like... It cannot no. be escaped no. at all. This is something that we're going to live with forever. Yeah, there's no erases. Um, yeah, because Roxy's at the age now where everything that we do on this show, if she hears it, she will most likely remember for the rest of her life. And so will right. everybody else that's her age. And she just started listening to the podcast she, too, right? Exactly. Does she have guy yeah. friends that are guys? Um, guy just, friends that are guys. Yeah, like, no. Um, does she have guy friends that are guys? I mean, not like, not outside of school, but she gets along with the boys in her class. Yeah, because to this question, I wonder if any of them to her call you a smooth, cool dude. No, she doesn't engage in conversations about the show at school. And anytime somebody does, she sort of just like doesn't want to talk about it. Shies away from it? No, it's fine. It's not her because favorite. Because to you... It's not her favorite subject. Or sorry, to you know? her, you're just dad. Yeah. You're just her dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get to the sidebar. Yeah. So for our 10-year anniversary, 
the radio station here in Toronto, Kiss 92.5, they gave us these uh, these nice plaques. Oh, right? yeah, they're dope. Right? Yeah. And it's like a gold record. It says Razamoka turned 10, and it's pictures of you and I. Yeah. So I have that in my office at home. So do I. And Cruz, my son, who will be three next month, when he sees the picture, he's like, that's daddy. Daddy always is always silly on the radio. Yeah. But he only points at me. Right. And then I'm like, well, who's that? And he doesn't know you know you. Right. And I said, his name's Roz. I'm teaching him to say your name. Okay. Like, his name's Roz. And he's like, okay, Roz. And I'm like, what do you think Roz does? And he goes, he goes, Roz sings on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so to my almost three-year-old, I act silly on the radio, yeah. but you sing Fair on the enough. Radio. I do all the songs. Like you do the show <laughs> and then I just sing all the music we play uh, in between all the times that you're talking. So how would you feel if down the road... Uh, uh, somebody in Roxy's life started calling you a smooth, cool dude. It's, I think it's inevitable. And I, I will do anything to make my kid happy. So uh, I will react accordingly and appropriately to not make her life difficult. I cannot wait till, and I don't know if she, I don't think she's listening to the, the podcast in the order that they were released. <laughs> my kid? Right? Yeah. No, she listens to them five minutes at a time and then goes, to, goes right? to the next one. I cannot wait till she gets to the episode where we take a phone call from the woman who called you a smooth, cool dude. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, no, she's, I think she's heard that because we play that. I mean, I didn't say yes to it, but that is like a promo during the actual radio show that runs six times a week. Yeah. Like everybody has heard that clip of the woman calling me a smooth, cool dude. Two things. Number yes. one, it's more than six times a week. Okay. Uh, number two, Thanks. it was me that approved that. Right. Promo. And I asked them yeah. to bump okay. it up Thanks. Yeah, a little bit. That. Play a little bit more, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's want. Yeah, jerk. <laughs> uh, Leslie said, I moved to Niagara on the Lake three years ago. Beautiful. And you guys helped make my 90-minute commute bearable live in the morning and with the podcast on my way home. So thank you. My question is, if you were to visit Niagara on the Lake, would you prefer a winery tasting, a brewery, or a distillery? Can I just say Niagara on the Lake is my favorite place in the uh, world? Yeah, that's and right. You love it there. This is where we want to retire. Yeah. Like, we look at, whenever we go there, we look, there's places that have the real estate pictures in the window. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. always stand there dreaming. So what is it about Niagara on the Lake? Because I know, Mocha, you love Niagara on the Lake it as well, is right? so wonderful there. Okay, so and more, the people there are just so nice. Yeah. So what is it that you love? Like when you go to Niagara on the Lake, why do you feel that this is somewhere just that like you would like to retire? I like the community of it. I love how it's small and somewhat quiet. I love the yeah. shops of it and I love the... The homes are so cool and vintage. I yeah. just love the feel. And what about what do you love about Niagara on the Lake, Mocha? Um, I like the little town, the little main area. Yeah. I like all the little shops. Uh, I love, my wife and I love going to all the different wineries. Yeah. And um, the bed and breakfast that we like to stay at. I just like the the small kind of close-knit community. And it's close to America, right? And it's close and to America. Too, yeah, because say. Sometimes you cross the street, you get a notice on your phone that just says like, hey, you're now in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it just, it's close to the, and they have the best fudge shop there and a store that's all Christmas all the time. So what's Oh, it? yeah, there actually yeah, is. Yeah, it's it's called Just Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. See, I like that. For me, it would be, it's the wineries. Like, the wineries. If I can shut have out. you ever been, Roz? To Niagara on the Lake? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Niagara on the Lake. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, years and years and years ago. I quite enjoyed it. It's beautiful. But I'm not a, like, I'm not a wine guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't drink beer anymore. And what was the other option? Uh, a distillery. Which is what? What does that do? But isn't a distillery a, no. like, a brewery anyway? Oh, like no, a distillery, distil like vodka and gin, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Excuse me. Jesus. Um, I know. Uh, I don't even... 
what would I prefer? I would prefer to build my weekend around food rather than alcohol. But the wineries because I can have get my amazing own alcohol. food. Yeah. Like if you go, oh. the one I was going to show is Two Sisters and I knew you love oh. Two Sisters. Those two sisters, like yeah. I love them and they're just such, um, to me, they're such powerful women. The okay. and Two they, Sisters the, yeah. uh, winery, the, the wine is fantastic, but yeah. the restaurant that they have oh, good. on it's site, Italian. it is Italian. like the pizza there. Mm. Oh my really, God, yeah. it's so okay, good. So then, yeah, so maybe I would do that. Maybe I, maybe I would do all three then. Maybe I would hit up breweries um, and wineries and distilleries. And then and, the fudge shop for dessert. Yeah, and I would just base it more around the food than the drink because yeah. I would just go, what I would probably do is I would go to the, uh, to the, to the liquor store and I'd buy six cans of cider and just throw them in a backpack and then go to these places for food and just drink cider while oh, I was yeah. there. And then yeah. you can also uh, rent a bike like in the in the summertime. Yeah. I was <laughs> on a bike. And, and ride around to all these different distilleries. We well, did that once. Oh, it's so nice, dude. Yeah. It's really cool. Thank you. I was thinking about doing that. Yeah. Don't laugh. Why is, why is me on a bike funny to you? I don't know. I just have an image in my head of you on a bike and it made you me laugh. You know what, Maury? Yeah. Roz and I will send you pictures oh. one day in the summertime when the two of us go bike riding through Niagara-on-the-Lake visiting different wineries. Well, you don't need to send it to me because I'll be taking it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, no, creeper. you will not. You will <laughs> we not. won't even tell you. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I do like it out there, but I, I don't know if I have the same sort of love for it because I, people also love Prince Edward County, which is sort of another area. Ooh, if, you're, if you're not familiar around there. Solano, for the first time last summer yeah. or two summers ago. It was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it is. It is wonderful. But again, not really for me. Like, I don't love it the way other people love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I, I'm more comfortable in Niagara-on-the-Lake. I like the little town. I like that really it nice feels. That, yeah. There's a there's a little American town just over the border that... Uh, it's called Buffalo. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. You go, you take the other, you take the other, um, uh, what do you call it? Like freeway, highway, whatever? Yeah, you don't. Interstate? You don't, you, no, you don't go through that border. Are you okay. mentioning you Rochester? Go a different, no, you go through a different one. No, it's called like. Um, not, New York. Not Fayetteville. It's, uh, no, it's New York State. Obviously, it's New York. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, not Lafayette. That's in Louisiana. It's something like that, right? Uh -huh. It's something like that. And we went to this little town and it was exactly like that it was like it looked like a little town out of a movie like it was crazy this uh this little town and um when we got there Catherine was like uh we were sitting in this restaurant and it was the bus pulled up and 40 seniors got off the bus oh, no. and came in and just filled this restaurant and it was wonderful it was magical it was so great and then we started walking around the town and Catherine's like have you seen anybody in this town that is not white right? Like not one single person that was not white. And then we we're in the car and I Googled it and I was just like, because it was an election year. Uh -huh. it, was, uh, it was 2016 in the US. It was an election year and I Googled it and it came up with their census report. And she's like, this town is, is all white. And I had the census report in my hand. And I'm like, no, it's not. There were three black people in this entire town. Three. That's three, it. That's it. It was all Caucasian and then three black people in this entire town. I've never been to anywhere in my life. Yeah where there are only white people. It was the weirdest thing. And you re and I realized that it walking in and out of these places and everything else, why it felt like it was a movie was because it felt so unreal. About 15 years ago, my friends and I went to Ohio to go to one of the big theme parks over there. Yeah. So me, a brown guy, a Filipino, his Spanish girlfriend. Yeah. And another Asian guy. Yeah. All right. And you're in the States. And we're in Ohio. Okay. So you all look Puerto Rican at this point. So, right? <laughs> no, here's the thing. So we're Walmart. 
Yeah. And people are looking at us weird. We go to Target, people are looking at us weird. And I saw my cousin lives out there. We met up with my cousin. I was like, yo, man, is there not like multicultural people out here? Yeah. Because I see black people. Sure. I see white people. Sure. I see Hispanic people. Yeah. I see Asians. Why is everyone looking at us like we're not from around here? Right. He said, and this is like 15 years ago, so it wasn't that long ago. He said, it's because in this, like where they lived or their area where we were hanging out, everyone just stuck to their own kind. It wasn't the norm to see people mixing, like races mixing oh, really? with each other. Like the Hispanics stuck with the Hispanics, Asians with the Asians, whites with the whites, right. and blacks with the blacks, browns with the browns. Yeah. There was no, no mixing up of friendship. You never saw like a social circle of no. people that were all mixed. Really? Yeah, huh? and I was like, oh man, that's so weird. Yeah. Because like in Canada, it just happens everywhere. It is weird. It is weird. It's like prison. It's like prison rules, yeah. right? Are you Googling the three, the names of the three black people from that town? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is I probably could. No, I was trying to find. <laughs> no, I was trying to find. Uh, is it Livingston? No, I don't think it was Livingston. Maybe it was Livingston. Tuktawanda. No, it wasn't Tuktawanda. Isn't it Tonawanda? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's Tonawanda. Yeah, I don't know where it was. It was one of those places. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> wasn't Seneca, it wasn't Orleans, it wasn't Niagara, it wasn't Monroe. Yeah, I don't you know. Are you sure it wasn't Tuktawanda? No, it was not Tuktawanda. <laughs> oh, was it LaFonda? Uh, was it Louisville? Is that a place? Yeah, that's famous. Maybe. Is it famous? Isn't Is it famous for being white? <laughs> Donald Trump must love that spot. Anyway, uh, so that's that. But uh, yeah, the whole joint was white. It was weird. Every week you'll see on Instagram, at Kiss925, uh, Ask Razamoka. That's where you ask us your questions, and we'll try to get through as many as we can and invite one of you to join us to ask your question when we uh, start off Ask Razamoka. Thank you for listening. This oh. has been the Razamoka Show podcast. I have my calendar open. What day are we going to Niagara on the Lake? <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.